Welcome back to another episode of Where's the Lie? I thought you was going to start singing. Oh, no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I should have kept it. <laughs> I told you to keep it. You want to keep it. Anyway, welcome back. Yeah. Y'all will never hear that. I'm Beyonce with my unheard songs. <laughs> We know that girl got a whole vault full of music we'll never hear. Yeah. There's an intro you will never hear. Yeah. Mm. Anywho, welcome back, Lainey Tinkers, to another week. We hope y'all had a great week away from us. We hope you had a great week. Hope y'all had a great Friday the 13th with the full moon. I don't Ooh, know what happened. I don't know what happened to y'all. Oh, I got just... tipsy off of wine and went to sleep. <laughs> it's basically what happened. <laughs> I went to bed drunk. <laughs> All the kids gone. <laughs> Did what grown people do. We drank and went to sleep. Spread, sprawled out across the bed because ain't nobody in there kicking Man, you in the, the face. F- let me say what I end up doing. I took off every bit of my clothes. <laughs> did you like spread eagle across sure the bed? I sure damn did. I just let the bed embrace me. We never get no alone time. <laughs> That's the great thing about not having kids and being single. My whole bed is to myself besides the corner I make for my uh, computer <laughs> oh. and my phone. <laughs> Lisa sharing it with things you love. <laughs> but yes, I hope you all had a great Friday the 13th. It was nothing to be afraid of. Mm, I know some witches dance naked in the moon, under the moonlight. That was cool. <laughs> Not in Georgia with these got doggone clouds. Well, you know, uh, college, like Old National, you could see it. I went, when I went down to Old National, it was, it yeah, was clear. Yeah, you went down to Old National. I went to see a man about a plant. We, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Plants are important. <laughs> they help keep oxygen in the air and in your lungs. <laughs> Anywho, this week on Things, Things We Care, care about. about. What? <laughs> I feel like Brian and that girl. You were flat. <laughs> you were flat. Who? Brian. Not Brian. Stewie. <laughs> All right. Call me slipping. Anyway. On... This week on Things We Care About. What do we care about? Girl. It's so much reality TV Let's see. Going Are we going to start with. That or we gonna start with just cussing white people out real quick? Mm, I don't know. Pick you can pick. Okay, you want to go with? I'm gonna go to the hometown real quick. Not Huntsville is not my hometown. Birmingham is, but there's this show Alexis put me on game called Love and Marriage Huntsville. Why y'all? Why y'all? First of all, it went through a whole fucking first season before (laughs) I found out. Uh, But so did Beyond the Pole. Well, but and it was on TV, but before it got like yeah. Action. But I'm saying we knew about Beyond the Pole, okay? Who, like when they dropped it, because you know, I'm saying we know some people. <laughs> we know Brie. We sh- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brie. <laughs> She's our maven. Right. She's a connector. If y'all don't know what that is, then you need to read the Tipping Point. <laughs> right. But I no longer have owned. And Oprah is being very stingy with with the downloads. So I had no idea about love and marriage until I went on my bootleg thing where I try to watch all the VH1 again. Shout out (laughs) (laughs) to my nigga. And uh, I seen it and I was like, oh, I think I saw where they were all Greek. Mm -hmm. Like in one of their like little clip art things. They were doing all they were doing their um, signs and stuff. And I was like, oh, who are these niggas? And so when I clicked on it, it said season two. And I said, oh. (coughs) And then I think I seen like a little clip on Instagram. Mm -hmm. 
about them like um, yelling and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I need to start from the beginning. Right. They... B. Mess for the bless. Let me tell you. I, I watched the whole first season before I started telling Dion about it. Baby. Dion said, Dion watched that first episode. Who is these uppity niggas? Let <laughs> me tell you something. Okay. Talented 10 I wanna said, be niggas. wanna be talented 10 niggas with the A&M. I mean, shout out to HBCUs, but some A&M people think they better than folks. Uh, well, listen. <laughs> Fuck y'all here. <laughs> If you you can't say that if you never applied nor right. attended, right? HBCU. I definitely I definitely applied to A and M. I don't know why I didn't go. Oh, I don't know. I anyway. mean, yeah, we cousins, but we the cousins that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, baby, let me tell you. So they're all realtors, right? Mm-hmm. And there are so many couples in the second season. Everybody's married. And one is not about to be. But my favorite <laughs> is Montrell and, and his, his wife, beautiful wife, Melody. 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 Yes. She believes in herself <laughs> <laughs> more than anybody else. Do you hear me? Let me tell you something. Uh, Melody. What's their, what are their last names? The Holtz. Uh, the Holtz. There it is. The Holtz, baby. Melody Holtz. Lord. Now, They've been, they're millionaires. Mm-hmm. They're in, they're rebuilding North Huntsville. Right. Which is great. And they had this group. This is how they're all connected called the comeback group the with comeback these, group. with these other couples. There are two more couples, right? Right. So in all, it's six people? Yes. All math. And so. <laughs> very good, very good. Thank very you, good. thank you, thank Round you, thank you, thank you, thank she you. Did that. So they, uh, they all didn't really fuck with each other for a while because they were going <coughs> to buy some property to build homes or like a subdivision. And the Holtz. And the Holtz did what the Holtz do. But fair, he said that they all were talking about doing it for a year and mm-hmm. nobody made a decision about buying the property. So the Holtz was like, well, if y'all don't move, we going to move. And they bought the property. I think the the conflict came where there was no conversation oh, right. of if y'all don't move, we going to move. They, they and they that was the problem. Yeah. And then everyone fell slight. The other two fell slighted because... Because the other two dudes are brothers. Right. And they are the weirdest pair. Oh, my God. Listen, um, real quick. um, The men of Omega. Go get him. Go get him. Y'all watch. He's a cute? Yes. Well, I mean. One of the brothers is a cute. And I, listen. In some aspects of. The them he kind of fits in. You have real like old school, old school ones that believe in straight. This is how I want my yeah, house ran. Yeah, that's true. But like, I, all the ones I know at least know how like to be around their children. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay, that's fair because y'all might want to pull a brother to the side because right. he is keep pushing it this second season. Okay, so wait, we'll jump to it. So okay, anyway, so Montreal, his beautiful face. All right, he got an untrustworthy motherfucking face. He fine as he want to be. I don't think so. You don't he think he looks, looks like a milk dud to me? Oh. He looks so weird. It's because he's short. That's our problem. Maybe I don't know. He ain't got much facial hair to oh, him. Oh, he don't. He look real polished. I don't like it. You know, I like a little ruggedness too. You gotta be yeah. slight. The he's too he, pretty. He he's a capper though, but he's he's pr- too pretty for Huntsville. We know A and M capper, don't we? Girl. Okay. All right. What are the, what's what's what, I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. Anyway. anyway, he's too pretty for his his place. And if that doesn't make sense <laughs> to y'all, it's like putting say a girl move from L A to a small town in Alabama, right? And they've never seen that, so she's different, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people flock to her because 
she's bringing something new into it. So she, I hate to say, yeah, sometimes you're too pretty for your environment because people have never seen you. Right. So you get a different type of attention you would have got back at home. Right. I feel like that by Montel Trail. I feel like <laughs> What's his name? Montel Trail. I, I cannot call it. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. That's what we going to call him. I feel like that by Monte Carlo. He's just very attractive to be in that too small of a of an environment. And now he got money so he can keep up. And he with, born and raised in Huntsville. Right. Like, that's where he's from. Right. So that's his shit, right? Anyway, you know the nigga cheating, right? Okay, so the nigga... <laughs> that's what we do. We knew the nigga was cheating when we first seen him. It was like when we walked in that church and Alexis seen the picture of the pastor in the first row. She said... That nigga cheat. <laughs> that nigga cheat. <laughs> he just, you know how y'all, y'all Some know y'all seen like a man cheat. and they with they wives and, and they just look like, all happy and stuff and you be like, like, oh that nigga cheat. That nigga cheat. I can tell. He, you just got to tell. He got to tell. He got a lot of them. And baby, they tried to be Mister and Mrs. Perfect, perfect in the beginning. Cause my, my Melody. She right. she's the head of the house because she make them the money. They're the millionaires, right? right? They were young millionaires. So now they got all this. They got the perfect marriage, but he's a cheater. Yeah. She thought they could hide it. Baby, let's get it. No, she's too hurt. Listen, she brought it up. And first of all, I don't know if she's hurt or, you know, it was like, you know, you're gonna make a lot of money if y'all go ahead and talk about this. I don't think she wanted to talk about it, honestly. I think it got to the point where she couldn't hide it no more because, oh, girl, he cheating with? Mm -hmm. It's Huntsville still, right? Right, it's small. It's small. And it it became, it got to a point where it wasn't a secret. So tell, baby girl, let's talk about the girlfriend. Let's just talk about the progression. It went from... They like Melody threw out a hypothetical to the group because one of the couples were about to get married. They had been together get together seven years and they were just about to get married. And so she they were talking about marriage deal breakers and and so she threw out like they you know, she was like they were like, What's your deal breakers? And he immediately was like, Nothing, let's move on. Oh. And so Melody was like, Well, no way. <laughs> Real high and southern way. Um, she was like, you know, let's say Montreal cheats, right? She cause she was like, I've learned now. This is how you know she told on herself. She was like, I cause she was like, there was respectful cheating. Yeah. And disrespectful cheating. And someone was like, there's a difference. And she was like, well, I've learned in marriage that, yeah, there's a difference. Like, respectful cheating is like if you cheat and your wife knows nothing about it. Right. Like, you've pretty much hit it very well. Right. To first, she knows nothing. And then disrespectful is when your bitches start calling and getting flipped. At the mouth with me. At the at mouth me. with me. Like, I did something to her ass. Okay, so the mistress called one day. And so Melody picked up the phone. She said... I didn't call your phone. Put my trail on the phone. Bitch. It went from him like it was like a hypothetical, like he was telling the camera, I ain't never I'm not a cheater. Yeah. I don't I don't cheat on Melody, blase, blase, to okay, well, I messed up once a year and a half ago. Okay, so let's start with that. And we too. talked for a few months and then we you know we stopped talking and then I kinda like communicated with her afterwards, right? It went from six months to a year to, to a year, year and a half, half to two years, and then this season he, he told- gonna say to the therapist it was three years he's been talking to this bitch for For three years years. same one same girl Uh, and it had the nerve to call a girl a a peasant i know you goddamn lying i said oh not for three years nigga no 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 no. no, you love her no you love her had a whole girl because like that's literally what came out like 
Melody was like, you had a whole girlfriend. Right. Like, you had a whole girlfriend. It wasn't like I messed up once, you know, or, you know, once or twice. No, <laughs> you were with this girl for a long time. And so that, oh, I know her people, when they saw that and he called her a peasant. Oh, everybody came out the wood. They was like, oh, bitch, I know he fucking lied. And everybody came out the wood. Oh, so Dion, I don't know who she follows on Instagram. I follow people that you need to follow. <laughs> The mess, okay? I need to be knowing who be knowing. And so somebody on Instagram, they uh, put out identified a, They the put an SOS out said, well, <laughs> who is, right. who's the peasant? Who's the girl? We need to know the girl. Baby, they said their inbox was flooded with people from Huntsville. So clearly, it was common knowledge this was Montel Montreal girl. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew they, they were dating. For three years, ain't no peasant. Okay. And what else did she say to Melanie? Like, they had got into it a few times. Oh, my God. So, when the couple that was engaged got married, they got married in Miami on a boat. And so, the wedding fucking triggered Melody, right? Ooh. So, that was the time she said, I want to fucking argue. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled that nigga outside. <laughs> nigga, we finna have it out. It's so... <laughs> He, she was saying, like, you got people knowing. And he was like, nah. And she was like, you think this bitch kept her mouth closed all this time? Not when she called my phone talking about, can you call, tell your husband to stop following me? And she was like, you're the one that likes to sleep with married men. You figure it out. I mean, it, there are risks that come with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't be entering into that field if you don't That's your problem. Understand That's not my problem. So, you know... It's a bunch of mess, and so. I'm here for. It. I believe because oh, and this season, <laughs> Melanie's pregnant. <laughs> Bitch, okay, wait, girl. So now, y'all, listen. Now, now, she's pregnant right now. She's pregnant currently. She's, like she's, six months. She's pregnant with his child. There are they, right now. I don't think there are any maternity pictures of the two of them together. But like in the, at the end, well, this last episode, she was putting his ass. Out. Ow. And so he was she tells him in a clip that she's pregnant. He was like, This is a chance for us. She bitch. <laughs> I'm still going to oh no. I'm still <laughs> going to see the divorced attorney, right? So she goes and um I think I, on her page from right now, I don't believe they working it out. She's on a whole tour <laughs> for the show by herself. Oh, so, she is, though. She's by herself. So, they're, it's going to be interesting to see, but I'm just, y'all, it's a bunch of mess. It's all because we didn't even get to the massage next to her husband, but we'll do that later. Yeah. But I do, I do expect that if their marriage don't work out, then the said girlfriend mistress will be on an upcoming season, either three or four. Ooh. Because why wouldn't she be? Why wouldn't she be? Why wouldn't she be? Mm. Everybody knows her. She's a very pretty girl. Oh, she's pretty. Oh, she's a very pretty girl. And those, you can't keep off TV. I mean, <laughs> that, that nigga had a whole prince-like tie. He was in like a per- bluish thing. Anyway, he's cocky as a motherfucker. So you Ooh, know the girl yeah. is going to be cute. She cute, cute. She yeah. cute enough to be on TV. Right. So. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Y'all, listen. I don't know if you got owned, if you don't got owned, if you could just try to find it. But it's worth you know it's, it's worth, worth watching it. it's really worth it it's worth watching i'm i'm excited for their growth right all right <laughs> so speaking of growth i want to talk about how black people keep growing in knowledge about how this justice system was not for us 
I mean, was, technically, it is for you. I mean, <laughs> it's for you niggas. It's it, for you I mean, niggas to be locked up and have a disadvantage in this country. It is for you niggas. It doesn't work in our favor. No, it wasn't supposed to. Okay. <laughs> it's built to not, not work, work in, in your, your favor. favor. Yes, absolutely. Because Felicity Huffman, bitch, 14 days is what you got. And that bitch gonna be out doing movies. Like, ain't shit happened. She gonna, they said she could only possibly serve five. 14 days. And where y'all gonna keep her? Because you spend three of them in uh, in isolation, getting your mind right for jail. <laughs> the intake process. The intake process. You Can't know. get no visitors. No visitors. <laughs> no nothing. So, yeah. Because so, um, she gonna come out and write a motherfucking book. And y'all whites gonna buy it. And a couple you want to be talented tith blacks going to buy it too. And she going to do like she did with that Netflix film and align herself with black people mm-hmm. that we care about, mm-hmm. like Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. So we have to watch that fuck-ass film. It was pretty It decent. was a good film. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad at all, but God I didn't want to watch it. But I did. But Angela Bassett was in it. She was. And it, it was, was good. It was a good movie. I can't believe it was as good as I thought it was. But, but damn it. Man. 14 fucking days when the lady in what I don't know what state it was, Ohio. I don't know. One of the fuck ass states that keep black folks down. Mm-hmm. Got 12 years mm-hmm. for the ad, for the uh, address, address change. change. Yeah, it wasn't even an address change. She lied about her address because she was homeless. It wasn't even an address change. She was homeless. A homeless woman trying to give her children education free. A free one. Not something that she had to bribe. Y'all just be locking folks up because you can. Yeah. But you know, if the prison system wasn't a paid business. Yeah private prisons. So Kim Kardashian and that team of black women over there that y'all still getting out, are y'all still getting black folks out or have we moved on? Oh, okay. Because I haven't heard new anything new. So is that still happening? So if that's still happening in the wake of this Felicity Huffman, I think there's a sister somewhere sitting 12 years that kind of need that help. I kind of wish part of law <laughs> programs, um, I wish a whole semester mm-hmm. to all law students were just dedicated of going through old cases mm-hmm. to find flaws. Now, they have things like the Innocence Project. Yeah, but I'm and... saying if it was required, right. not only would most lawyers get an understanding of how the law really works, right. they'll be more inclined to pay more attention even if they're paid to do something. You'll really understand how the system is built against black people. Right. If that that must I feel like the people in control of making laws and defending laws, even even officers should be required to see how often it did not work in the favor for the people that we fight against every day or you're considered a problem. Mm-hmm. You should be required. You know, that could be a part of a reparations or something or understanding to meet me in the mm-hmm. middle of some shit. Honey, listen, if we talk about like there would be so much that that they would need to do. <laughs> For it, like in that whole structure, right? Because then you would talk about healthcare, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But if then all you that, would talk about school, you all know that would tie in. Yeah. It's somewhere to start. I think people should be required to learn how things, even p- teachers, yeah. you should be required to learn before Brown. You know, bo- the board Brown versus versus the board. Hey, Dion, get, <laughs> let's take two. Okay, try it again. Brown mm-hmm. versus the board of education of education. Ruby Falls. I did it. I know things. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> Just hard to get it out the mouth. I'm a little all. drunk. <laughs> a little lifted. I asked if it was too early for wine. <laughs> 
never. <laughs> and I had some left over from last night on the side of my bed. And <laughs> Ooh, and she talked about who liked the sauce? What did you say about me? First of all, rude. Let me tell you something. No, no. It's we're moving in the on. Moonlight. <laughs> we're moving on. Anyway. Yeah, um, the system's fucked. And if I actually liked to study or had the capacity <laughs> to study, I probably would have been a lawyer. That would have been my other choice of profession, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if because I, as extremely as fucked up as the law is, I find it quite enjoyable, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like watching the first 48. I love the fr- the original Law & Order for the fact that they do more courtroom stuff oh, so than boring. SV. Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> You're like, ah, ah, ah. I love Exhibit it. <laughs> so hearsay, hearsay. Okay, get to the street. I love, I love that, but I just didn't. I don't have the capacity. I tried reading contracts, <laughs> and I was like, "What? What? What the fuck did they say? Am I getting money or not? Nah? Nah. Is that what this means? I can't. <gasps> I can't. It's too many therefores and the parties of the which the this is thus. I don't know. Whatever. Latin but yeah, Latin. fuck Felicity Huffman. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't forget that. Yeah. Felicity, I hope they give you no spork in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I hope you have to eat <laughs> with your fingers. I hope it fuck your stomach up. I hope you have to shit in front of two big bitches, one named Bertha. <laughs> One name bow, because <laughs> you know it's with always, no teeth. It's always a big bow. In I it. hope they put you in a room with a whole detox in from meth, and she she smells. Ugh. Okay, I hope they give you the wrong bar of soap or none at all, because they ain't got none. <laughs> they ain't got none. I hope you get the dirtiest wash rag, <laughs> the brownest one, because <laughs> all this shit white. <laughs> I hope you get the brownest one. I hope you didn't even see where they pulled your blanket from. And I hope your mattress got holes in it. (laughs) And you have to climb that top bunk with no ladder. I hope them knees strong. You're going to have to jump. (laughs) I show Bert, nigga. (laughs) That bitch ain't even in there long enough to get commissary. (laughs) No, she not. No, (laughs) she not. You don't even got to worry about putting, putting nothing on her, her books. <laughs> she not going to be in there long enough. God damn. Oh, she going to be in the cushiest of Martha Stewart's Ooh. prison. Anyway. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a lady out there that needs help. She's been in there. I think she's been in jail now at least four of them 12 years. Has okay. it been that long? Right. Um. Yeah, I would say mosey on over there. And um, give her time served and let her go back to her children she was trying to get an education Ooh, for. My God. Anyway. Moving on. I'll be moving on. Oh. Moving on. Oh. Moving on. Oh. I'll be moving. I'm a no little soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Do that one, girl. Yes, Super versus IG. 
First of all, Super, you ain't got to tell these motherfuckers nothing. Super, I love you. I've been on Super's page twice. I think I, I got in the wrong wave. I should have <laughs> waited until waited. she got a little, little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you made it twice. I made it twice. Oh, excuse oh. me. I made it. Oh, I got excited. I made it twice. <laughs> she know your tag. I made it twice on her page. Yeah. Um. So I love you, girl. And I think that you out here. Doing it. Doing the goddamn thing. The glow up is been so real and you know for those of us who have been here before the glow up yeah uh it's been real to watch and inspiring so i love super and super said listen i had this baby (laughs) i got sick right i lost so much weight so fast right then now i had skin right in the place i ain't want skin so guess what bitches i've made so much money that I can go get that fixed. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, go get do it, fixed. it. And super being super and as open as she's always been, which we're going to talk about after this real quick, right? <laughs> um, she decided, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, like I did my arms. Mm-hmm. I'm having surgery. This is what I'm getting done. And I'm going to be open and let y'all see because, you know, y'all your faves just go away. They put up old pictures that yeah. you ain't never seen before or repost pictures that you've seen, but you probably don't remember you've yeah. seen because they post so much and then they go away and then they come back and it's a new body. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there are people who do that. Y'all know there's people who do that. Lala. <laughs> y'all going to tell me them the same hit <laughs> from Think Like a Man. Okay. Go back and watch it. Okay. I don't care what type of waist trainers you think she out here using. Go back and watch it, and you tell me if them the same goddamn hips. And I'm going to tell you, her, the Kardashians, Larsa Pippen, they all use the same motherfucking surgeon. They do. They do. So just drop and the Kim surgeon Jose name. Act. Right. Just drop the name of the surgeon. Because if y'all ever seen these bitches at a party, and they all take pictures together, you'll be like, y'all, sh- y'all look like everybody the same person. That's the same person. It's just one big... Same person. Like, it's like a doll set. Woman. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So she's like, I'm going to just be open, let y'all know, this is what I'm doing. These are the steps, blase, blase. And, and then she finally tagged her doctor, right? She took y'all from the, from the, I'm doing it, to the airport, to the, this is my recovery nurse. Then at the surgery, after surgery, she posts herself in the waist trainer. Everybody lose their fucking mind. What were they saying? Because I didn't go in her comments. I don't like to go in her comments. You know why? Because I don't comment. <laughs> because I just like something and keep it fucking pushing because she quick to block a bitch. Right. And I don't yeah. want to be blocked. I love Super. So I just, unless it just be like, oh my God, she's the baby's so cute. Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just put a heart eye emojis and then just keep it strolling. I just yeah. don't comment. So I don't like to go in them comments. I'm not quite sure. I didn't read them myself because <laughs> I didn't have time. Uh, and I just noticed from her responses right after that, people had to be saying something about, why are you doing this? You're beautiful. First of all, thank you. But secondly, <laughs> oh, because she want to. Okay. It's not your body nor your money. And what is hurting? You know what I think hurt their heart? What? That goddamn condo she got in Miami. People, <laughs> people want y'all you. I thought to... y'all was gonna be in like a like a little hospital room. Yeah. Baby. She said, uh, "I make money now." What is you talking about? It's not even really about the money. It's and if people feel like because they supported her, that's their money she made. 
Mm. I think it's a sense of like ownership and what she should be doing with the money people, people, you know, regular people gave you. But y'all ain't out there saying that to Apple. Let's talk about IG real quick. Let's just talk about social media because we watched the shop and they were talking about the different generations and how um, this new generation grew, grew up on. And even us kind of low key. I mean, we were right high school, college age when Facebook really took off. Mm-hmm. So like our freshman year in college, I think you and I joined Facebook. Yeah. So, um, so we kind of grew up on the internet, but like really kids after us and you know, they're all about open and sharing and you know, it, it seems inspiring. But my thing is it really just opens up like, for people to just have opinions about your life when you really don't know shit about nothing. Right. And honestly, <clears throat> I feel like it can it can become invasive mm. because then you get to a place like we're super where you feel like, you know, me being me and open is how I got to where I am, mm. but now you're at a such of a level that now people feel like they can give you an opinion about what yeah. you got going on and then it becomes to be like, "Well, you know, well, fuck y'all. Right, <laughs> you right. But saying? I see what you're saying, though. I see what you're saying. Because it's just like, at some point, you know, you don't know these people. Mm-hmm. You you don't know these people. So, like, what, first of all, I always wonder, what the fuck do you think your opinion matters? That, that's, always, that's always how I find like, comments yeah. in social media, right? Like, when someone comments something negative. Because, of course, I have opinions about certain shit, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got opinions when I see something on, but I don't type them hoes out. Yeah. And post them. Yeah. Like, I keep my opinions in my room. Or, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Like, just little funny comments Well, what makes you think you can, because if anything, if I'm throwing my opinions out there, it's to the bitch from, you know... <laughs> Well, that, now, I'm going to get somebody together yeah, yeah. about a black, some black that shit real quick, right? And I'm the type of person, I go very intellectual when I try to get someone together, yeah. right? Because I don't head right into, bitch, fuck you, what you fuck? I be, like, trying to run down facts, and I be like, let me explain something to you. Yeah. You know, I yeah. use big words. I make sure my grammar's tight. I make sure I am backed up by a fact. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I go into, like, war mode on some black, I'm, it gets real Amanda Seals. Yeah, yeah, but you and that's how you handle things. But right. just outright telling folks, I don't even see why you wasted your money on that. Well, first of all, <laughs> what are you doing with your money? Because I'm sure you went and bought you something you didn't need today. My thing is, why are you on here? Why are you on? Okay, so her her sharing, <laughs> you feel like she should taper back on her sharing. I don't think she should do shit. Which, <laughs> listen. Do what you want to do. I don't give. I really don't feel like she should do shit. If she yeah. want to share, she should share. My thing is, it just. I hate that it opens up mm-hmm. the 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 arena for people who feel like they know you because. But they're so you know what? Maybe she social. needs that because all that doing is is pushing her to a level of where it it keeps her great, right? Because more the more she see the real in people, right? Because, and since we go in there, right. <laughs> I was just about to jump into it. I mean, since we go in we, there, let's talk about let's talk about some, some taboo op- stuff. stuff. Yeah, some observations. Right. We'll say that, okay? Right. We don't know nobody' business, right? At we, all. We're gonna preface with we don't know nobody' business, but just off some observations and knowing where we're headed, mm-hmm. it just we it makes us stay very open in our communication as friends because. We don't want something like this 
to happen. Right. Okay. If so that's what this, this is. Right. Right. So super blew up. Super blew up. Right. She, and she she blew. Is that me? Uh, <laughs> oh. oh shit. Oh, no, it's me, goddamn Siri is, oh, my FBI agent is working overtime today, girl. Siri is just up and awake and was talking, bitch. No one, no one said her name. Nobody. Anyway. So, yeah, so she, she kicked it real tough with the New Orleans crew, and she started hanging with B.B. Judy. Right. And B.B. Judy does the miracle drops, and, you know, she got her own hairline stuff. Right. You know, she's her own, she's a self-made woman millionaire. Right, um, she is a self-made millionaire. She I is. think she is. Isn't a millionaire, yes. Yeah. Um, Toke is coming, coming, coming up. up on, in her own right in her to own. becoming a millionaire. Everybody drives in three different lanes. This this is the thing, right? Right. And I figure from observing, that's what made their friendships cool because they all was driving in three different lanes. Right. Helping but, each other along the way right. by driving in three different lanes. Right. So I noticed when Super got sick... Um, Baby Judy was always there. She was in the bed with her. She was feeding her. She was just always there. So I was Tokyo. Tokyo was kind of taking it a little harder because, mm-hmm. you know, that's her nigga or whatever. And, but her and Baby Judy only been friends for like four years. So this thing had came out. It became a thing. And people were like, there's a root. Because right. she just got so, so sick, sick so fast. Like, it went from super-duper happy, right? Because mm-hmm. she, like, everything happened for super-super-duper fast. <laughs> super-duper fast. <laughs> super um, duper. Everything happened for her really quickly. Like, she made this money really fast. She got her man. Mm-hmm. She she got pregnant. Had a beautiful baby. Right. It was just like, oh my gosh, she was glowing. Thriving. She was th- thriving, still. glowing. Yeah. Right, she still. Um, but it was just like one blessing after the other blessing. Right. After. It was just like, damn, Super came up. Ugh. Like the glow up just mm-hmm. went boom. Ooh, right. And then she had the baby and then all of a sudden she just got sick, sick and like, memory loss people were saying she was just in and out the hospital mm-hmm. and it got concerning right like right. if you were a fan of super like watching it it, it got and again being open yeah it, you it got concerning mm-hmm. and so then there was this thing because they're in they're from new, new orleans, orleans and of course there's the thing and if you're spiritually open you know you know what's up right so you know what's up people were saying there was a root on they were in a the comment she was blocking people right Her some friends lady were... had did like a reading but she wasn't even the only lady. It was a bunch of ladies. It was people, yeah. But so this they were one particular them. lady, she um she did a reading on her and she was pulling cards and she was like, Well, you know, she didn't know she said she don't know nothing about super she couldn't get a name right, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, It's a woman around you. Uh, you know, she's jealous of you. Mm-hmm. So immediately we all assumed it was BB Judy because we were like, I mean, they only been friends four years, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't really know know how you know. Look how long people it takes for people to reveal themselves to you. Mm-hmm. So we just felt like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just observing, could right? See it. You could see it. You, you know, like, we can see what she's saying, right? You could be like, I can see. That. I can see that, right? I can see that. Well, anyway, as Super was being sick through this time, you know, they were friends were yelling at folks like, "Don't be tagging me." Oh, and they was blo- oh, they oh, was blocking, blocking folks. folks left and right. Oh. Don't be bringing that. Ain't no root on me. We don't believe in that voodoo. Da 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 da. So anyway. I noticed on BB Judy page, she would post pictures of Super, but not the most flattering. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't posting. Like, it was one, the last picture she posted of her was her sitting in a chair, about to get, like, her hair and makeup. She just looked 
sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why the fuck would she post this picture of her? Mm-hmm. So I go to the comments. People were asking her that, like, you, what the fuck is this about? Like, why would you <laughs> this, this picture? picture. She was, like, especially if you looked at, like, Toke's page yeah. or Super's page. Like, you'd be like, okay, girl, they posted at least a better. Right. Why would you she, post this, this picture? picture? Like, that shit weird. Well, anyway, she deleted all that. She deleted a lot of shit off her page, mm-hmm. right? And then <clears throat> Super started getting better. Yep. And we were like, yes, girl, you know, we all here now. She, you know, going to get her body. We all here for the shit, right? Right. We all, but observation-wise, when Super got into it with the internet yesterday about her surgery, Judy didn't come to her defense. You ain't seen Judy in a minute. You ain't seen Judy, not since August. Yep. You, you ain't, ain't seen, seen her. You ain't seen her. Tokyo ain't come to her defense. Now, these people have always been very vocal about defending each other, mm-hmm. right? Nobody said, oh, and Superhead did a live with Shekana, and Shekana was like, oh, back in the day. Yeah, and yeah. Shekana was like, Bibi, you're not your friend. Yep, back in the day, she definitely did that. Yeah. So after all of that, I don't really know what, we don't know nobody business, just observation wise. I know if it was somebody I was that close to, like Lex, and I see them. I see them arguing with the internet down to putting up, you know, her before surgery picture. Like, I'm going to be at my, like, y'all ease the fuck up, especially BB Jude, knowing she openly has had body work. Right. You're not going to defend your friend? Right. So it's just brought into some questions like, fame is one thing, right? But if you hang with, I know they say surround, you know, uh, Don Cheadle said you have to cast people in your life mm-hmm. on the shop. And some people only cast people who roles not bigger than theirs. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to cast people in your life and you can see them going to do bigger things, but mm-hmm. you just happen to be a part of their story or they're a part of your story, then you can't, you don't need to be hanging with folks that's right. not as that's stronger than you. Right. Because all that's going to do is show other people how weak you are and it's going to show you your insecurities. Right. I also saw the um, observation, like, because I was telling D, I was saying, you know, in the thick of, like, the come up, you you didn't really see, like, people like Black or Bricky as yeah. much surrounding Supa. And, like, when she, and then so when she got sick and people were coming back around, it's like, now you just see her, <laughs> the people that she had around her before all mm-hmm. of this started yeah. happening. Like, you see, like, her niggas. Her just, circle. Right. She, she cast her circle different. Right. And so, because I was like, because she had made a video, and I think this is probably where the tur- the turning point happened. She had made a video about the bank calling her about a mistake. And they mm-hmm. were saying, like, um, this slip says that you've made 14, 15 mil this year. And she was like, we were just calling because we thought the number was wrong. And so Super was like, oh, it is. It's wrong. I'm sorry about that. It was 16. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like She was like that. And I was like, girl, you going to tell folk that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm all down for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Super letting you know it's possible. It is. And and I mean, thank you for the inspiration. But I was told, people don't need to know how much money you got in your pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, people people see. We see her come yeah. up. We know, girl, we watched you buy a house, renovate a house. Yeah. We watched you buy, buy a warehouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've seen you buy sprinters. We've seen you, you know, go on trips. Like, Girl, we know the come up is yeah. the come up, honey. And so so I think some of that 
kind of opened the door because you got people who are as much as you got people who are rooting for you there are people who just want to see the downfall yeah they're waiting on it right they're and watching I think, you for I think it. that that's where the openness where it's just be like it still just gives those people yeah. the door and then you don't want to see people like super get sick and something harmful. yeah but y'all back the fuck up off of her yeah let her <laughs> like, live let her damn, live she want to be fine let her because I'm gonna tell you some of these girls you like they stomachs look Weird, Masika. Oh, Johnny Blaze. Y'all look weird. Bernice Burgos. You look stabbed. Like, they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> like, them stomachs look hard. And, Bernice, I know you work out, girl. I know. But it still looks weird. Low-key, Cardi B. Okay. Cardi B. Because I'm going to tell you another thing. And anybody can admit it or lie. I enjoy working out. I really do. But right. as soon as that bank account says it's ready, these I'm titties get Oh, I'm going to get a boo job. No, listen. My nipples coming. <laughs> Ugh. What is you talking about? I birthed and fed my babies, but they got to come back to me. Oh uh, yeah, listen, I'm I gotta I'm allergic to propofol, so mm-hmm. I gotta go do some research yeah. about if I can even go under the knife. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, I'm trying to get a. I I know a lot of girls who are just regular girls who went through the fitness thing. They right. were bigger girls, lost weight, got fit, and then when they got to where their body was where they wanted it to be, they went and got a boob job. Yeah. I'm trying to do the same thing. <laughs> Okay, I ain't, I'm knocking nobody who getting surgery. Right. Because if you got the money, honey. Go do what you got to do. Go do it. But y'all back the fuck up off of Yeah, super. internet. Shit, let her thrive. You go do something to thrive. So, so somebody can be jealous of your coming. Right. Damn it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I want to talk about this new movie by written by Lena Waithe. Yes. Oh, Queen and Slim. Queen Ooh. and Slim. That's going to be a badass movie. When does it come out? Um, is it the October? 21st. Of this month? I think so. Oh, it's on the way. It's on the way. Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah. this month. I might be wrong, but I think I saw it say September 21st. I'm going to cry. I know I am. You going to cry? I'm a big baby. It's going to be an inspiring ass motherfucking movie. I'm excited. That lady is. That lady is uh, putting in work. Lena Waithe is putting in work, honey. And I didn't really want to say much about it. I just want y'all to know if you ain't seen Queen and Slim trailer, go watch it. Because I'm going to need a Queen and Slim shirt. I want it like an old throwback 90s. Okay. 90s. Like a 90s. Uh, you seen them Selena shirts? Yeah. Okay. I want one like that. <laughs> 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 oh, I thought I saw mine. It was like an old uh, 70s exploitation kind of like oh, with her yay. leaning on the car. <laughs> we can get both. Okay, listen, I'm, I'd have made some. I'm going to just make my own. I know someone who makes shirts. Right. <laughs> Shout Sis. out to Brie. <laughs> Sis. Yeah, I've, I cannot wait. I feel like they finna be, oh, they got to cut their hair. Yeah. Oh, she got that little Issa Rae going on, too. It's going to be, it's going to be like, like I'm going to love my nigga. Yeah. Excited, super excited, excited about it. Yeah, so we were gonna talk about married to medicine, but you know what? We'll wait till next week because it's not. I mean, besides heavenly being messy and quiet ass looking nice, that's about it. <laughs> she getting better wigs, I think. You, she ain't got no edges. Okay, well, we we just gonna take a break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Did you know in Davenport, Iowa, on September eighteenth, eighteen ninety five. D.D. Palmer, a magnetic healer, encountered a deaf black man that worked as a janitor in his office building by the name of Harvey Lillard. Mr. Leonard had been deaf for 17 years since he heard a pop in his back. 
Dee Dee Palmer discovered one day that Mr. Lillard's vertebrae was misaligned. And when the correct alignment was achieved by way of spinal adjustment, Mr. Lillard's hearing was restored. Thus, the study of chiropractic was born. What are you smiling at? <laughs> Smiling. Welcome back. Welcome back. I didn't know she pressed record. There it is. I yeah. <clears throat> so, this week, to thine own self be true. Mm. Mm, very, very famous line. It is from Shakespeare. But you know, it's out there. They said that there was a black woman writing all of Shakespeare's sonnets and plays and poems and stories and soliloquies. And he just put his name on it. Did you hear that? Oh, no. You've never heard that? No, not a black woman. No. Yeah, it's supposedly a black woman out there that's been, that was writing his stuff, and he put his name on it. Mm. <laughs> but needless to say, it was from Hamlet. If you're not familiar with Hamlet, Hamlet um, witnessed his father's murder, and his father came back as a, a ghost and was like, avenge me, Hamlet. And in the midst of all of this, as Hamlet was going through his emotions, his father appeared to him and was like, Hamlet, to thine own self be true. Yeah. So basically saying, you know, you can't win any war unless you're right with yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. most of the war you fight is in your mind. Yes, Lord. <laughs> every day. It's every day. It's daily. It's daily, yeah. right? From the time you open your eyes until you have to tell your mind to quiet down so we can sleep. Mm -hmm. It's a constant war. And um, I've noticed with myself, my own personal journey of self-growth and, and coming and stepping into the light, I've realized I don't know shit because... <laughs> Oh, I don't know me at all. Oh, no, 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 no. You, <laughs> and, you know, and you know what's crazy? There's no fucking way you can know you before a certain age, before experience. Right. Right. Not even a certain age. It's just before experience. Some of us experience life a little sooner than others. Right. But until you've done something, ain't no, I don't care how much your parents drill it in your head, you don't know a motherfucking thing until you actually are touching and facing that situation. Right. Right? So... Or get placed in a situation where you found out something about yourself that you probably didn't now, know. Now, which one is harder, right? Right. Because, like, so there's a, a show that I really love called um, Married at First Sight. I'm pretty sure y'all... I mean, this has been running for a long time, so mm -hmm. y'all niggas out there watching it. Right. And I find it very interesting because I feel like if you, you'll find out a lot about yourself right. in that type of a situation because it is not traditional. No. You're literally going to the altar not knowing who you're getting married to, legally married to, mm -hmm. and then in an eight-week span, you have to rush um, pretty much being married mm -hmm. while you're filming on television. Girl. Right. So <laughs> it's it's that, like... Trying to be yourself, also trying to be the res best representation of yourself, not only for this person that you're just meeting who you're married to, but because now you're, like, on national television. Right. So that, I mean, you know, and then I have witnessed a lot of people who have just really folded under that pressure on TV where it's like, you really didn't know you couldn't handle that. Right. Or you really didn't know that you were bad at communication. Yeah. Or you really didn't know that you were this selfish. Or you yeah. really didn't know that. You don't really want a traditional 
gentleman. You want a gentleman because yeah. you're not the type of woman to be in nobody's kitchen cooking and cleaning. If that ain't for you. Right. Yeah. And so you then you realize like, oh, maybe the word isn't tradition. Maybe the <laughs> word is gentleman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, and so like being in a situation, you know, in a situation forcing you to realize some things about yourself, that's, that's a hard one too. That is a hard one, yeah. right? So I think of these, especially the last um, few years of my life, mm-hmm. I have placed myself in situations to where I've forced myself to grow in ways I've never um, imagined having to force myself to grow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't regret any decision I made. It's just... Um, my mom has to tell me. She was like, I talk about you all the time to people. I'll be like, oh, Dion, I'm so proud of Dion. She did things I never thought I could do. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yeah, but shit. <laughs> do you think, like, when you were going, like, when you made decisions um, to do certain things, did you think that, damn, this is going to change how who I am or how I see things? Or oh, how God, I... that was always my intention, right? Right. It's always, it's always my intention when I do something new for it to change me. Mm-hmm. Because... <coughs> I don't feel like I should have to be the same at 25 compared to 30. Right. Because I don't want to be the same. You shouldn't be, right? But even when I was in the fifth grade, I remember having this very vivid memory of the fifth grade sitting at the lunch table and we were all at the bottom. It was us, me and like four other girls, right? And it was a white girl, it was a black girl, it was another half black girl and it was another girl. It was like a little clique, right? Mm-hmm. We had a little clique. And we let the little white girl hang with us, right? It was a cool little clique. And we're the cheetah girls with the extra <laughs> Of members. course you were. <laughs> of course you did. They were talking about some shit. And I remember the girl was in love with like Tyrone, the boy named Tyrone. That's what Erica Badu called Tyrone was that. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm never Naturally, every time she says his name, I'm, like, I'm just humming to myself. But I remember sitting there be like, I'm going to outgrow this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I never really think about the outgrowing process. Yeah, I mean, so outgrowing, right? I think I realized. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. In the mic. <coughs> oh, my bad. Mm. <coughs> I think when I was at Talladega my freshman year, I got a shock of reality that it made me think like, oh, my God, life will traumatize you. (laughs) (laughs) What was that thing in Talladega? Girl, when that boy tried to kill me, girl, I was like, ooh, am I supposed to be right after this? I'm about to to ask a fucked up question. (laughs) Which time? A couple of different times where your life was kind of not in the best. Of okay, well, this, the guy who had openly said he was gonna kill me in what? front of people. Okay, there it is. When you weren't there, you that get one. That one. Okay. Uh, I was like, so am I supposed to be okay after this? Like, I'm. I'm expected to go back to class. Like, ain't shit happened. So that's when it came into my like, okay, well, Dion, who the fuck are you, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to get to know me. Then I had to be like, what are you insecure about? Right. So I got that together. Then I was like, what are you strong about? So I harp more on my strong, right? Because I, I can do that. If I'm confident in something, I can carry that, right? Mm-hmm. I just deal with them insecurities later. Scarlett says that. She was like, I can't worry about that today. That'll drive me crazy. I'll worry about it tomorrow, right? I'm one of those. So then that happened. Then the next year I had a baby. So now you were throwing into, well, you kind of got your shit together 
mentally, right? And you know what you want to do because you're in school for doing that. So those are things I didn't have to worry about. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, you know how to babysit some kids, girl. You can do that. So I had a baby. Mm -hmm. But I, I was never in a situation ever in my life where I was exposed to having to raise children with someone outside of the home, right? Mm -hmm. Because my dad, it's been my dad my whole life, my sister and myself. But my mom has a, you know, before they got married, she, my brother, and then my dad has an oldest daughter. But at the same time, we, I, I now know going through things that there were situations amongst their child's parent, mm-hmm. but we never were exposed to it, right? Because mm-hmm. we even hung out with my brother's sister by his dad. We, we, you know, not really hung out, but you know, we knew, you knew them. them those, those people. I mm-hmm. can never tell you a time that I can't remember being introduced to them. Mm-hmm. Let me say that if that makes I sense. I think that's kind of how I feel too. Like, I, I mean, I don't know my brother and sister's family like yeah. deep like that but I know their mom you know what right, I'm saying right. and I'm cool with their mom right, right. and so my mom is cool with their mom like even their mom right. like I was cool with their mom I can never I don't want to say no names I can never ever remember being like oh Dion this is such and such never mm-hmm. we were, they were just always, always there, there. Mm-hmm. so when it came to be my turn I'm just thinking things were supposed to move smoothly right Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bitch, you're 20. <laughs> he ain't that much older than you. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure shit out. You trying to figure shit out. So instead of asking myself, what did I need? Mm-hmm. Or who was I? Or was I even strong enough to be in that position, right? Mm-hmm. Women should ask themselves that when they're, they find out they're pregnant. Are you in the position mm-hmm. to not only be a mother... But you have to not be a mother to this child. You have to be somebody else to somebody else. Because mm-hmm. you're not now just a mother. Mm-hmm. You're either a baby mama, a girlfriend, a fiance, or a wife. You mm-hmm. automatically gain two roles with mm-hmm. that baby. Mm-hmm. No matter how you want to look at it. So can you do that? Mm-hmm. And I never had a time. To, so I'm learning as I'm going, right? So now I'm just moving on a scale. And I was like, oh, okay, that shit not going to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then you get into dating. Right. So now I'm a young girl, young mother, a baby mama, and I'm trying to date and go to school. Y'all, that's too much. Right. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a lot. If I could go back and tell 20-something-year-old me, be like, bitch, you don't do all that. <laughs> Something going to have to give. Some got to give. But you think <coughs> in your mind and that's that what people do. baby in that school can't do it. The baby in the school, <laughs> can't you can't give. give. You can't give on that. You can't give on that. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was um, things that I probably, if I could recognize it now, which I would tell my children, is in their teenage years, I want to have a set up them for therapy. When they get to college, I want to make sure they have a therapist because that was the time I needed one. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what was going on, but as long as it looked good, I thought that was enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Never did I ever question myself, like, at that time, like, bitch, can you handle this? If you have to. Right. Is when you're left with, like, no options. So now you have to fall back on, like, who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. And my mom, when she was out here, she had said something like, I didn't know who I was amongst the wife and a mother of three. And it was until we got grown and left the house, she started. And that's when we were like, you being selfish. You be... No. Right. That was her learning. And my dad had to keep telling me that. It was like, that's just your mama. Right. Right. She had to get comfortable with it. It was going through therapy. She had to learn who she was and had to be okay with us not being okay with it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something I'm starting to learn now because even through all that, I was still trying to make sure people were okay with who I was. Mm -hmm. So I would adjust my okay depending on the person, right? Mm -hmm. But that makes you tired. Right. When you have to code switch with people so much, you're tired when when you're you. Right. Now, do you think there's a difference between, like, knowing yourself and changing things about yourself once you've, like, learned that about yourself? Because I think there are some people that be like, well, you know, finding themselves and getting there and then be like knowing themselves and be like, well, that's just who I am. You know what I'm saying? But there are some things you'd be like, yes, but. Okay. so Maybe it shouldn't be. (laughs) So that comes in. Because I know that's that's the hard part about knowing who you are too, right? Because you got to take like. But that's when it conflicts with people you love, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between having um, now that I'm learning uh, toxic behaviors that are my defense mechanisms, right? Mm -hmm. My defense mechanisms become toxic behaviors to other people, Mm -hmm. right? But that's what I was using when I was out here in the world dealing with other different type of people. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the people you love, if that's not working for them, either you take back and be like, is that, is me changing that going to compromise who I am as a person, mm-hmm. if I do something to make them comfortable, if I feel like that's compromising something, then I, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make me happy. But if you be like, I didn't mean to hurt you, and I, I will change that because I wasn't even aware it was hurting you. Mm-hmm. But you still feel like that change don't change you, mm-hmm. then you straight. Mm-hmm. It's just when somebody asks you to do something like, bitch, stop putting sugar in your grits, put salt. Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> it's like that type of feel. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think the most difficult part about um, figuring out who you are and figuring out yourself is <coughs> the, the like you said, toxic parts of you, right? Because yeah, we all, all have, have them. them. Oh, God. And I think that's a hard thing for me to really kind of figure out, you know, because I don't. I don't you never want to look at yourself as a bad person. And and just because you have toxic parts do not mean that you're bad. It just means that you have things you need yeah. to work on. Yeah. But, you know, I'm such a Virgo. <laughs> okay. And I I mean perfect is what we basically Strive like for. want to be, right? Like yeah. I'll be stressing the fuck out about everything being perfect to the point where I just be like, fuck it. If it can't yeah. be done right, I don't want to do it, right? Yeah. And so, um, but like, I know in that sense, I want people to look at me like when people be like, oh, what do you think about like, oh my God, I love her. Right. She's so amazing. Like, yeah. you know, you just want that reaction. And so like when people be like, okay, but you a bitch though. <laughs> like, your sarcastic tone <laughs> is fucked up sometimes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You be like, damn, do I really like, you know, I go deep. So I'd be like, well, maybe I should just just not joke no more. Maybe I should just start being more quiet. I think that's where I'm at now, like in my mind. I'm like, maybe you should just talk less (laughs) and see what happens. And so, so like, you know, there are, that's the, been the difficult part for me trying to figure out who I am is like, 
those parts where you be like, ooh. But see, I I'm know really that my parts. How do I change that? The closer I am to you, the worse I am to you, right? So <laughs> the closer mm-hmm. we are, I feel like the meaner I am. Well, yeah. Yeah. But me too, though. I think it's a comfortability thing. And that's what I was going to say. I think yeah. Because I, like, I'm the most sarcastic to the people who are closest to me. A, because I feel like you should know me. Yeah. And I feel like you should know that I'm, like, not serious. Yeah. Because I couldn't just do that to a stranger and be like, I had a girl I used to uh, work with on set, and I love her dearly. And so, like, the close, because we worked on shit, like, four or five films together, like, closely. Mm-hmm. And so I had stayed at her house and everything. Um, and so I had felt like we were getting really close. And so I can tell that my joking style was getting, I, like... I'm so used to being around Dion, like, and you know, we pick on each other a little bit, just like funny, haha, knowing yeah. that we're not like really serious, and it's just like fun and sarcastic, and so I can tell like when I start getting like that, and people be like, "Dang, you're <laughs> like, oh, that's how you know I love you." Okay, it's like when I start being like like slick, mm-hmm. snippy, and sarcastic towards you, like that's how you know like I like am really yeah. close to you. So like. And I think in people's changing and them finding themselves, sometimes you got to realize, even if it was, like, funny, like, two years ago, bitch, yeah. it may not be funny. funny now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's something that you have to figure out. Like, sometimes when you get that way with your people and they're going through their own things, it starts like, and finding things up about themselves. Certain mm-hmm. things start to trigger and that, that probably didn't before. And yeah. so when they bring it up to you, just be like, okay, let me step back. So, like, yeah, there's that. And then there's uh, my anger, right? The closer we are, the probably the angrier I feel like I can get. But I have to learn I can't get as angry as I get in my head. Because in my head, I be wilding, right? I be saying all type of shit in my head. But if I'm mad at you, like you said, I feel like because you love me, you you know, we can forgive each other. Because, like, I, I feel like the fucking Smith family be just cussing each other out because they so love, peace. But I believe they be cutting below the belt when they be arguing. I believe they be saying some foul shit because that happens in families, right? Because, right? you know, it's easier forgiven by a family member because, you know, you got to fuck with them, right? Right. But I had to learn people get sick of that. Mm-hmm. I cannot always react that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm having to try to understand well where is that anger coming from that you feel like you have to say that to somebody you love that's some shit you need to deal with right you need to figure out how the fuck you gonna unpack that and how you gonna be like bitch now stop it because you hurting people now (laughs) yeah it's always uh um you do uh, the unpack is the right word because uh there was there's this um therapy show on showtime called couples therapy right Uh it's a real it's not like a scripted show. It's real couples. They're doing a trial, so they know they know they're on TV, but they're actually going through actual couples, couples therapy. therapy. And so the therapist said something that I thought was interesting, but I think it's probably like therapy one on one that like anger is not the initial emotion, okay. right? Anger is the is the reaction or the the defense or whatever the mechanism that the emotion created. Mm-hmm. You know, I I felt hurt, so now I'm angry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not the initial emotion. So I think that the um, 
going through and you have to like really unpack that it to anger, see like, what the initial emotion right. like why this m- created this thing to where so like I had to break down why do I get mad first right because right? I, I had to break down to the fact I want a I don't like to be embarrassed right okay if my you embarrassing me is a problem so I feel like if I show emotion which is a weakness and it's not respected then I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. that I showed you something vulnerable about myself and not only was it not respected it was ignored so now I'm a different type of angry so I'd rather jump to the romantic cute angry than the okay so what you trying to you want to fight <laughs> you know like that like, I'm trying to keep from doing all that shit, but that should be happening, though. And so, in knowing myself... In, like, a therapy way, I'd be like, so what happened to where you felt embarrassed? <laughs> right. So <laughs> To where, why is embarrassment, like, pure devastation to where right. anger is the result of that? Right. You have all of that, right? Right. <laughs> have <laughs> you gotten there? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, how'd you get there? Oh, shit, bitch. A lot of thinking, right? A lot of thinking some writing and allowing memories to to tear down, right? Mm-hmm. So when you say that, I'll be like, I don't like to be embarrassed because of what? Okay, because I always was performing when I was younger. So when I messed up, then you get called out for it. Mm-hmm. So you try not to mess up, no matter what it is, if it's dance or if it's um, debate or, you know, public speaking, You there's no pl- pageants, there's no place for it, right? Mm-hmm. So with embarrassment comes belittlement mm-hmm. of why you fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And then with that comes probably you won't hear the end about it. Mm-hmm. So that uh, results in a lot of anger. But embarrassment is only something that happens if you allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. You can't be embarrassed if you don't let it bother you. Because mm-hmm. everybody fuck up every so often. So, yeah, I just had to just let, I just had to see what led me to that. I'm trying to, because <clears throat> it's an interesting thing because I, I see some type of similarities, but ours transition different, mm-hmm. right? Because embarrassment for you turned into anger, for me, turned into confidence, turned into, you Ooh. know, pure, like, self-sabotage, right? Right. So, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, there has, I don't know if there has to be an event, but there is something where it shifts, right, to mm-hmm. where that is why it happens. I-, I think I'm just asking the questions because I'm still trying to get into mine. <laughs> well, I haven't who was unpacked your... that far down. You know what I'm saying? How active were you growing up? Mm, not very. My fa- my mom really wanted to concentrate on uh, my education. Mm-hmm. And so I was um, in the beginning in a school where it was almost like a job. Like we were there from, I was there literally from like maybe eight o'clock in the morning to like six in the afternoon. No PE really. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus Garvey was very... Um, uh, education driven like mm-hmm. I was doing uh, pre-algebra in the third grade yeah, and reading on college levels yeah. and like you know we were doing Swahili like in kindergarten you know like yeah, it yeah. was very you know it was a black school in like LA and it was very and my mom wanted me to be very education driven right mm-hmm. so I think that ha- but I haven't like really unpacked like 
what the events happened to why it went to just the confidence just crippled me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't, because I, I don't, I don't get angry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not the, that's not the, the do mechanism you, do that you I've think, built. Do you think it's because you don't want to disappoint her and you know when she reads off, you know, was reading off your accolades to people, you felt like if you didn't live up to it, you would be upsetting her publicly? I, I mean, I think that's a lot. I definitely come from a family where um, education is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so, but I don't know how, like, how I view myself with all aspects of, like, health and, and, and um, academic, you know, just being an, an intelligent person, all that stuff, like, I like I said I haven't unpacked all the way down yet. Oh, okay, so that's why I'm just asking the questions okay. to see like how like damn you because I I know we were just asking questions <laughs> like a week ago, bitch. Why do you already like how did you already well, but get see, there? But at, at the same time, I've been writing for a long, long time though. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard a girl say. And this is funny. I remember being in high school and we were in this super misogynistic white man class. And she was a year older than me, a year, a grade higher. But it was just a class for, I hate math. So it was like the last minute math class. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you didn't take this math, you need to take it before you graduate. It was like, fucking hate math. I did the same thing in college. I waited to the fucking end. So I was in there with her. And she was like, oh, my aunt, we were just chit-chatting one day. She had a diary. I was like, girl, what you writing? And she was like, um, this is shit. I just write down my thoughts and um after I write finish a book I close it and I don't go back to it for like two three years she was like my aunt told me to do that and then she goes back and she reads it you know I mean she was like she go back reads her books years later and she was like within that you find out either you were stupid at that point in time or it may link to something that's going on now and you'd be like oh you some shit you you know, forgot about it. So I had started doing that because I think maybe a class or two later, I had learned what the stream of consciousness was. And in my uh, English teacher class, she was an amazing teacher. She was a white woman. She was, she was so broad in thinking or whatever. So she taught us what the stream of consciousness was. And it was just like your thoughts that come to you uninterrupted, right? They don't mm-hmm. have to make sense. So I put the two together because I needed an outlet, bro. Like, I literally, we were a, I don't want to say side show, because I appreciate everything my mother did for us, but we were uh, very busy. Mm-hmm. I was a very busy childhood, but, um, you know, my sister's not but so many years, a year, barely, mm-hmm. older than me, so she was great at everything, mm-hmm. and dance was, I guess, you know, my mom's thing growing up, so she made it our thing, <clears throat> so we would do so much together as if we were twins, and the same expectation was put on us. I needed an outlet outside of us, mm-hmm. right? You know, outside of the dancers. It's outside of, you know, performing in front of the churches. The us people thought we were because mm-hmm. that's not who I was. Mm-hmm. That was my sister, but that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. So I would just write my thoughts, my frustrations down. And I would literally come back to it maybe a few months later, especially when I got to college and I would find my old my old journals. I would be like, what the fuck? So, Mm -hmm. girl, it was, girl, one time I had found some shit about this nigga, and I was like, you stupid bitch. I think I ripped them pages out. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bitch, I think I ripped them pages out. I was like, that's why the fuck? Girl, I was so mad at me. But that's how I learned to get down to the bottom. And then I took a bunch of psych classes. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned to get down to the bottom of my problems. So, like, a lot of my shit, again, we were performers. Mm-hmm. So my embarrassment would either be publicly, mm-hmm. like, she would embarrass me in front of everybody, or, you know, she'll just find a way to keep bringing it up. You know, we we work, my mother and I work through our issues mm-hmm. for the most part without addressing a bunch of them. But, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> All right, Candace. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, but you know, girl, that was a journey. You know, trying to forgive somebody who will never say sorry. Mm -hmm. Not for half the shit you feel like made you who you were. That sounded like my grandpa. My grandpa was not a I'm sorry person. Girl, I had to learn how to forgive my mom and still talk to her every day because... That was affecting me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm trying to figure out who I where do I fit in today's how where does Dion fit today, right? Mm-hmm. So trying to relearn myself and the things that I've been through this last couple of years, you know. Uh, I went from moving to a different country, which was, you know, amazing. It was a beautiful, great experience, especially for the boys. And the baby was born over there, but you know, it was still very far away from people Mm -hmm. and I never I purposely wouldn't look at maps or see how far we were because it's like you could feel that distance where Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know what that feel like but to be like that far away from people and things you know it's exciting and it's scary at the same time right Mm -hmm. so it was that like bitch with and then like going to live living with someone else Mm -hmm. so that you know who what was that (laughs) What just happened? Mm -hmm. You know, then becoming pregnant. And at the same time, I'm still trying to be the me I was in the States with the same, you know, mind frame I was when I started this journey. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find that space Mm -hmm. because that's not where things had happened, right? Mm -hmm. I learned after that when traumatic things happen, and everything traumatic does not have to be super bad. It's just changing. It's just, you know, foundation testing. Mm -hmm. And it it was just, oh, bitch, you pregnant. Now you ain't been pregnant in, oh, was my baby 10, like 11 years. Mm -hmm. Bitch, what is, now what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was a lot because it was coming out on the people I love. Again, I'm angry towards the ones I love. So I'm yelling. And the whole time I could not understand what I was upset about. Mm -hmm. Right? What are you mad at? It's, it goes back to embarrassment. You don't want to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be embarrassed over here. You don't be embarrassed in front of him. You know, he don't know all your flaws like that. Not yet. Mm-hmm. He about to. Mm-hmm. And can you handle his? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you feel about being in new uncomfortable situations you can't leave from? Mm-hmm. How does that work? So knowing thyself, it was, bitch, are you strong enough? And if you ain't, how you going to get there? Mm-hmm. Or how do you, where do we start changing so you can be comfortable in your new now. Mm-hmm. That that that's where I began to be like, okay, we need to do this. And I thought I was getting it together, kinda. Mm-hmm. Then I came back to the states to some bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, when I thought I had me together, I don't. Let's see how much of this I can talk about. <laughs> Because I know these motherfuckers going to Google. <laughs> well, well, well. Girl, let's see. Because that motherfucker said he be listening. Mm. 
whew, let's see how much I want to do. So I got caught up into some some type of bullshit. And if I'm going to tell my business, I'm going to tell his too. There was a police officer uh, from a certain state who was claiming I had committed a fraud, a felony, right? And he only had, like, my parents' number because that's... In this said state that he's from. In this said state that he's from, and right? this state is not the state that you Live reside in. Oh, and, or had visited, okay. right? right. So I'm not even from this state, right? Mm-hmm. So when we first heard about it, it was like a bunch of scams going around. And I was like, I don't know shit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's, um, let's call him. <laughs> so I had called him. And he was like, it was you. We got you on camera. Okay, well, no, because that's not possible. And uh, where's the camera? Mm -hmm. And what can I do to get this cleared up? And he was like, you can come to this state. You can let us arrest you. (laughs) And we can get it cleared up like that. And I was like, oh, see, let me tell you what I'm not going to (laughs) do. That (laughs) is what I'm not going to do. I had a couple (laughs) of police officer friends, and they was like, see, you can't do that. (laughs) That's what I'm not going to do. I'm not doing that one. I'm not doing that. They were like, bitch, if you be dumb as fuck to go down there and have this shit put in your name, if it ain't you. And I was like, okay, well, I've been told not to do that. Right. So apparently when I departed from back here to go back home he was uh, upset so he decided to tell the everybody in the south that i was a fugitive from the law mm-hmm. so when i flew back in with my beautiful seven week old baby i was, had an apb out of her. <laughs> baby, they pulled my black ass off that oh, no 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 they let me go through the check mm-hmm. baby it's like i'll go step over here so they call this said state and was like, we have such and such here. And we're thinking that it was for what we had talked about months earlier. Like, okay, well, you know what? They're going to see it's not me. They said they had fingerprints. Let's get this cleared up and all this shit. Apparently, that's not what they said, girl. They said it was you. Walking the mouth. And so they showed me this picture. And I was like, bitch, that is my, you got this from the DMV. I thought you said you had a picture of the person. It's like, yeah, that's you. No, that's not how this works. You have to have a picture of the person committing the crime, like you said you had a few months ago. Right. They're like, no, we just got your DMV picture. No, that's just saying it's me. <laughs> that's not how this works. That's not how that works at all. So, girl, uh, I go to Clayton County. Oh, arrested. They take clink, my clink. baby. They take my chair. You know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to holler down a little bit. We're going to get this cleared up. I go to Clayton County. I'm sitting there. I've been on a 17-hour plane ride. Bitch, I am tired. Trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So I'm sitting there, and I'm in this tank. And this big Samoan bitch come in there. She want to fight all the security. (laughs) And I'm like, Lord. Not in here. Not in here. (laughs) This is not how I was supposed to go. (laughs) Not in here. I can't go in here. So, you know, Carl Winslow ran his ass up in there on her. (laughs) Not Carl Winslow. So they face to face. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? So apparently, so like out of the six people in this tank, it was one lady in there, this black lady. She was real, she was older, but she was, she looked, you know, she looked like she was on the usher board. And she said she was in there because she had weed on her. And I was like, oh, damn, that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> she meant, she forgot to say crack. 
like, what the fuck? No, lady, <laughs> that's not what you here for. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, so Dion, let me tell you what we doing. <laughs> We're in this new situation. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you need to focus. <laughs> Uh, they done locked me on They lock me up, right? So I don't know how I end up with a few people number that they let me write down because I couldn't get my phone. Well, anyway, I the the detective or whoever who came to talk to me and he was he tells me the information they had. He was like, they got somebody on camera trying to sign the back of the check, right? And they got somebody signature, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's easy. <laughs> Let me write my name. <laughs> Let me write my name. <laughs> so I can get the fuck up out of here. I was like, easy, bruh. Easy. We can get out of here. I was like, no, what's these fingerprints? Oh, there were never fingerprints on this warrant. Sir, you told me there were fingerprints. It, no, there were no, no, no. They 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 put your finger. Oh, you they put mine on the bitch. Which is why you, you didn't were told not, not to, to go, go down, down there. And I was like, Oh, okay. So they were like, well, then in the morning you get to go to the courthouse courthouse and go in front of the judge. Bitch, it had nothing to do with this check. This nigga said I was a fugitive from the law. Of course they keep in my ass. Mm -hmm. This was something completely new. So anyway, the guy told me the man had 10 days to travel from Louisiana to Clayton County to get me. Because on the 10th day, they had to let you out. They had to let me out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Now, I'm talking to my folks at the time when I'm able, to, after the lockdown or whatever, I'm able That's to. That's why talk. I got her. She She's knew so much about that goddamn process. <laughs> I know y'all was like, now, how the fuck she know? Y'all, I don't know if I, it's so many stories about jail I want to tell y'all. Ooh, I got so many stories about jail. We're just going to make it one day. We're just going to so make, make it the, the whole, whole day. Okay. Yeah. You have to let me know if you want to hear about because I. I, okay, so anyway, I had a lawyer who played liaison between my lawyer in Louisiana and Atlanta po- uh, police, and which had nothing. Atlanta was like, we literally, well, Clayton County's like, we can't do anything, right? Because it's Louisiana, uh, it's, you know, whatever, Louisiana. They want you, right? So um, now y'all know the state. <laughs> they want you so it's nothing we can do we I can't bleep it out okay <laughs> whatever we here now <laughs> okay so they can they have to do what they have to do so in the while this is going on i talk to my family i have to wait until he comes get me that's the only thing i can do right i have to wait mm-hmm. so i get a call i, I call y'all and they were like, bitch, guess what? This motherfucker who named the guy who name was on, who wanted me, the, the detective. Who was on the warrant. They yeah. said, this motherfucker being investigated by the FBI. And I'm like, for what? Putting false warrants on people. He took a man from what? Uh, Massachusetts. Yes. He mm-hmm. took a man from up there, a uh, Arabian guy. Indian, I think. Indian guy. Mm-hmm. And he had his passport taken. He said he was running insurance fraud in Louisiana. Right. He was running insurance fraud in Louisiana at this hospital. And Where his wife works. Now, here's the thing. My wife is the detective's wife. Mm-hmm. His wife worked there mm-hmm. at, at the, the hospital. hospital. And she was involved in it. It was like a nursing home or it's something, something like, like that. that. It comes out she was involved in it, but he was putting off false warrants on everybody. This man ended up getting transported to Louis. They kicked in his door. Mm-hmm. They took him off. Now, he owns stuff, right? I believe they took him to Louisiana. Uh, they held him for six days. Mm-hmm. 
this this made the news down there in the whatever parish is it. It made the news down there. So this is the motherfucker that want me, right? So apparently there was um when I end up getting out and getting to my attorney down there, the story was completely different. Mm-hmm. It was, oh no, it was it didn't happen on tape or they don't have a signature. They I was like, then how was the check cashed? It was never cashed. It was attempted. What the fuck is you talking about? This is me in the in the lawyer's office at this point. Like, so what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Right. And so he was like, "Well, they're just saying somebody attempted to cash the check. How did my name get involved?" So then there was no money that's been taken. No money was taken. There was not. You have nobody on tape. Nope. Mm-mm. All you have is my driver's license. That was it. And the signatures don't match. That's all they had. And when I read the warrant, it said that he works for an insurance company. Hmm. So he doesn't even work for the parish, but he's still an officer. He works for an insurance company for that bank. And it was written, it was from the, wherever they tried to write it, it didn't even make sense where they tried, they tried to write it from a prison. That shit made, like, no sense, right? Weird. And I was like, what? Okay, so... Well, how did I get mixed up in all this, right? And we have no answers, no questions. So, so the more so, what ends up happening? Nothing. <laughs> you pay <Okay>. them. <laughs> I end up paying these people almost a thousand dollars. They all they wanted me to do was pay him for coming from Louisiana to Clayton County to get me. I had to pay a dollar a mile, mm-hmm. and that was it. There's no record of it. Mm-mm. It didn't, I was like, well, did it make it to court? It never seen a judge desk. The only thing the judge signed was that fugitive warrant. Mm-hmm. He didn't even, he, he, ain't no telling what he showed them, what he told them. And the judge, this is how you know the system's so fucked up. The judge had to swear on his word that it, everything was accurate. That's, the on, that's all he had to do to come fuck my life up, mm-hmm. was swear on his word he mm-hmm. was telling the truth. That Indian man, they had to travel up there to get him. And then the nigga had the nerve to turn around and sue the Indian man, talking about he fucking up his life. Mm-hmm. Y'all, let's talk about knowing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, that should have changed the fuck out of you. Do you hear me? You go through trust issues. Right. You go through, well, who the fuck am I now? When you when it happened, did you feel like you knew yourself enough that you could get through it? At the time? Yeah. I knew that I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. I knew these are one of the moments I had to really... This is when you you hear God, right? Because you either... You let all that shit that's going on sink in at that moment and crush you, or you be you have to take deep breaths and be like, "All right, it's me and you now. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing from right here. Mm-hmm. I can literally do absolutely nothing. This is actually between what you can do and what my family's capable and have access to at this moment." And everything started coming unfolding. That how ironic. That's when that shit was aired. Mm-hmm. Like that news clip was aired while I was going through that, right? Mm-hmm. And my daddy had said something so profound the other day. He was like, "Dion, we were gonna rent a car to go to Tennessee, and uh, 
uh, they the place he always rent the car for was tripping. They didn't want to take his card or something. He was like, no, nah, I always give him this card or whatever, whatever. And it was going to be like almost five or $600, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, cool, because they wanted to put a you know, hold on it. And he, mm-hmm. the guy was new, didn't work, work with it. So anyway, my mom card, my mom don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. So she has a car, you know, just, you know, a grandmama with her paid off car to just be going, <laughs> going to get her nails and doing what the fuck she wanted to do, right? First lady shit. Just doing what the fuck she wanted to do. <laughs> so my dad's like, he had transmission oil changed and the oil changed or whatever. He was like, by the time I really like, I don't know if you know what this means. He was like, well, I blew that thing out. You ever heard that phrase? No. Okay, I guess, you know, really dry the car. He was like, this shit, he was like, not that shit. He was like, that thing was riding smooth. We only use half a quarter of a tank or whatever, whatever. And I was like, dang, that was good. He was like, sometimes God has to put you in an uncomfortable position so you can learn to be grateful for what he's already given you. Mm. And I was like, whew. Mm-hmm. Daddy, you was just talking about your trip, but jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> always a word. Always a word. No, it's like, always a word. Daddy. Uh, right. So, you know, I should have took the steps I needed to after all that happened to get seek the help I needed. But I felt like I was taken away from my children so, like, so abruptly that I needed to, you know, show them I was here, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't do the self-care I needed to do mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. because I, I went through, a, I went through a lot mm-hmm. in that situation, which like my nigga, it made me and it, it broke me and it made me believe in a part of me. I didn't even know I had in me mm-hmm. because I'd pull y'all. I pulled some shit off in that bitch. I didn't even know I had. First of all, I got Miss Congeniality. Oh, my God. Did you have a pageant? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you're over here in almost in tears when I'm trying to figure out, like, y'all had a pageant in jail? What's happening? Man, well, I'm going to tell you how good God is, y'all. So, uh, I'm going to tell you. Ooh, y'all, let's talk about know yourself. I got put into lockdown for 72 hours when you come in there, right? And... The jail I was in, Clayton County, is overpopulated, y'all. They just be, they be feeding bitches and men through there. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Overpopulated. So I'm sleeping on the floor, and I had a, a girl. She was on the bunk, the, the bottom bunk, and there was a girl on the top bunk. And eventually, after so many hours, me and the girl, we started conversing, and she was telling me why she was in there and, and stuff like that. And we ended up just talking about other things. She wanted to tell me about scamming. And I was like... Oh. Oh, well, it is that loud. It is. <laughs> I learned some things. Like, for real, yeah, I heard and learned some things. I probably won't use my card no fucking where. Unless it's a Cash App card, mm-hmm. I would not use my bank card on fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. These mother, they slick. Ooh. They is slick out here. Ooh. Like, even for your Netflix account, like, sh- there are people that monitor those numbers. Those the people scamming. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how deep it was, and it kind of got, like, when I told my sister, I was like, take your card off that account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dion came back and was like, you can't do this, this, and this. I was like, nigga, what? Don't do none of that. <laughs> <laughs> they is for real. <laughs> These just the people they catching. But we talked for a couple of hours, and, um... The girl at the top bunk, I thought she had a cell phone, right? And I was like, I know they made this bitch squat and cough too. But <laughs> <laughs> we went through the same intake, She just like, me, me, me. 
And I was like, okay, girl. So we looked up and, you know, nothing. And maybe like 18 hours later, oh, girl, she was like, I want to talk. And she hops down, floats, matter of fact. And she was like talking about herself in third person. And we was like, I mean, crazy shit, but okay, it's jail. And this, Have at it, girl. When this girl told me T.I. and Lil Wayne had a hit out on her because T.I. jealous Lil Wayne fucking her and oh girl. oh, girl, I was like, oh, this bitch crazy. Oh, girl. Oh, she's like the girl from, um, y'all remember that girl who did all of the um, horoscope things and she was on the piano and she was like, oh, Virgos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Virgos are perfect. You remember yeah. that girl? She, like, she had like a weird obsession with like 50 Cent. No, girl, she's saying they have an obsession with her. Oh, okay. He has an obsession. They with have her. an obsession with her in oh. third person. Oh, okay. And she was talking about how folks were stealing her mail. She was talking about aliens and that shit, I was like, ooh. Ooh. What the fuck? So I look at the black girl, the black girl look at me, and I was like, so, um, anything pop off? <laughs> I don't know you, sis, but it's going to take both of us. <laughs> Just tell me if you got me. So I was like, baby, it's going to take two of us to take this bitch down. Because <laughs> I'm sure she got working with a different type of strength. You hear me? That girl didn't have a phone. She was talking to herself. <laughs> Girl, I don't know what she was on. It was some screw. Anyway, as soon as that happened, they were like, doo doo duh, back it up. And I had to go, I had to go to gym pop, and I was like, whoo. Thank you, Jesus. Time. <laughs> Lord, but that girl looked at me with them door closed. I was like, I'm sorry. Because I'm sorry. Can you hold it down? You're going to need to, because they cut the lights off at 10. POP. <laughs> okay. Girl, when I, and then I got put. With an amazing bunkie, they whose sister was scamming, so she was getting all the snacks. All Damn, the did you ever imagine in your life that you would be no. using words like bunk? <laughs> I had an amazing bunkie. Hell no, <laughs> not this lifetime, girl. But no, but like seriously, like seriously, out of all the people I could have been put with, right. I wasn't eating. Right, I wasn't eating nothing, and they had to like there were inmates telling me like. Baby girl, you're gonna have to look like you eating. Cause they if gonna not put, put you, you in a psych ward. They're gonna put you in a psych ward if mm-hmm. you don't they're gonna give you three chances. Mm-hmm. So I had to pretend to eat, but what it really was, that's how they end up liking me. They was just divvying up my plate. Oh. <laughs> you know that bitch in there, she don't eat <laughs> shit. <laughs> we could go get that plate. Baby, when I tell you my bucky one day, she grabbed my fruit snack and she was like my fruit cup and she was like, first of all, she my motherfucking bucky. I get dibs. <laughs> But she was feeding me the snacks in the in the buck. I appreciate it. <laughs> I let her have it. She gave me a cookie. I'm going to let her. She said it's her cornbread. Fresh. <laughs> Talk about know yourself. Let me tell you something. I was not strong enough to handle the situation by myself. I'm not going to lie to you. I was so fucking worried. Girl. I was so worried about you. And so, like, and Dion caught one time. And I, you know how, like, you could hear, like, the break in her, in the voice, right? And someone's voice. And, like, you could hear, like, they was, like, crying. And then I made me cry. <laughs> Shout out to Dion's sister because she got everybody together. She was like, you're going to have to stop that shit. Okay. <laughs> like, it's done. It's over with. Listen, 
y'all gonna have to be stronger than this because yeah. I mean, what's it gonna do? What's like, it gonna do? Like, honey, because I would have been a puddle on the floor without Nicole. Right. <laughs> like, I was. She really kind of stepped up and just kind of kept everything. Yeah. You know everything. But, like, ooh. even when they were transporting me back to, because I had to be expedited mm-hmm. um, to, to yeah, I guess, the answer for. And shout out to, damn, I don't even know the name of the pair. Shout out to the black guards out there. They let me take my mug shot twice. Because I already <laughs> look rough, right? I look rough in the Clayton County mug shot. Yeah, if you ever see it, first of all, I just had a baby, so fuck y'all. <laughs> Second of all, I just got off a 17-hour plane ride. And they got her from the airport. Okay, and they got me from the airport. Airport at like eight, and I didn't get booked until like five that morning. The next morning, so if you see it or you bold enough to Google that bitch, I look tired. <laughs> okay, but the one in Louisiana, I, I still look tired. But he let me retake it, and I was ten pounds lighter because bitch, I lost weight. Oh, she definitely lost. <laughs> she didn't want to eat. That was like, all right, we gotta get her some kind of food. That's the only reason why I know how to do books now. <laughs> Shit on books now. Yeah, I wasn't eating no bitch. Fuck y'all. They trying to kill people. They trying. They have something called what the girls called it. They called it uh, dick dick killer. What? Okay, so they give you. You have to drink the water there, but they give you this packet of Kool Aid, but it doesn't say Kool Aid. But they mix it. It's so your sex drive. They kill your sex drive with it. Some women use it as air freshener in the toilet. It shit is crazy. What? Did you see people? Y'all ever seen that thing on Netflix where they be talking through the toilet That's bowl? exactly. Okay, so that's <laughs> what it was going on, right? Oh, y'all, when I got sent to gin pop, they were talking through the toilet bowl to the men in the floor above us, I think. But that was the psych war. Somewhere it was connected. They knew it was the psych war. Baby, they was having relationships. That was the craziest shit I ever seen. That's the craziest shit I ever seen. I was exposed to, God put me in a position to not only humble me, Mm -hmm. but to expose me to a type of people that I probably would have low-key judged, Mm -hmm. right? I still judge that white girl for saying nigga, but I was in jail. (laughs) And I know that ain't a place to fight. No, it is not. It's not a place to fight, right? <laughs> Y'all, she was in there for stealing the mayor of Atlanta luggage from the airport. Which mayor? The Keisha. <gasps> lady. I said, she said, when I got Ooh. home and opened that suitcase, I was like, God damn. <laughs> she said, open that laptop. I was like, motherfucker. I, I know you fucking lying. I'm pretty sure I had a DSC somewhere. <laughs> so fucked up. Lady, you knew that way. Your, your goddamn, goddamn luggage. luggage. Oh, she she said that's what she did, though. She stole luggage from the airport. Yeah, bitch, you knew. Oh, yeah. You yeah. knew. Yeah. Oh, oh she, she said. Did. She said when she opened it, she was like, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. That's what she do. She stole luggage from the airport or whatever. You, you stole, you done fucked up now. You done stole Girl. the wrong one, bitch. I was like, that's ironic. <laughs> you done stole the wrong one, Girl, bitch. that was like, ooh. ooh. I met so many characters, so many people with so many different walks of life. And it wasn't even on purpose. It was because you don't have nothing else to talk about. Right. I went in there trying to be friendly. I literally went in there with the intentions like... I don't want nobody talking to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing or what the fuck is going on. But anyway, it I we could talk more in depth about my jail experience because it was a lot it was a lot of beauty and ugly into one thing. I don't lie. So what do you what did you learn about yourself in that 10 day sit and then what ha, what have you learned about yourself afterwards? Ooh, girl, in that 10 day sit. Ooh, I can't control I, my control 
right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I got together because I like to be in control of things, especially if I know it it's going to affect how I feel. Mm-hmm. I like to try to control the situation. I had no control over nothing. Mm-hmm. I had no control over nothing. And I lost a little bit of that, uh, remembering along, along the way when I got out because I, tr- I got tried to force myself back into a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. I tried to force myself into acclimating like nothing was wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That... <clears throat> That shook, that sh- cracked my foundation a little bit, mm-hmm. especially when it was something I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. And I could be like, I had nothing to do with that. And 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 I don't think that <clears throat> it makes sense to people when you be like, yeah, folks, like, they, they ain't had nothing to do with it. No, I feel like I did a lot of bullshit in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And I could have atoned or an- answered for any of that. Mm-hmm. But this right here, I was like, bitch, this is further from any fucking thing I ever done mm-hmm. and I'm answering for some shit I've never done so being in that position it made me feel ooh violated mm-hmm. right I felt violated and I felt violated in a long time it seems like the the way you're describing it and just thinking like just earlier from this conversation it seems like the ultimate embarrassment yeah it's the ultimate embarrassment that's why I couldn't talk about it mm-hmm. it was cause People gonna look at you different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people gonna look at you different behind that because they'd be like, folks would be like, oh, she, you, people always think you did something, mm-hmm. right? But um, f- fuck all, fuck all that because you can't even find a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least was like, at least can I get, sick? I honestly don't think there was nothing. I, don't I really think don't think, think, think was, there was a crime. I don't think it was nothing either. I, I think don't even it was think just, there was a crime. I just think he, I don't know this motherfucker. He just, I don't, who, know, I don't know what, what he be doing. I don't know what he doing. I don't know what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. I I thought about, you know, pulling up that old number off that warning call and checking to see how the fuck he was. <laughs> but, you know, girl, girl, girl. Don't get the rest of the stuff you doing. <laughs> I know, right? So, like, like my sister, when you said she was holding down, like, even when they, they expedite, uh, expedited me back down to Louisiana, she called him because he had told my mom, because my mom got his number off mm-hmm. the, at this point, we all had everybody's number. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, he was like, oh, yeah, we be nice you gonna do this I wanna go first in the Cause, yeah cause you're the only motherfucker that want me right right so he, my sister calls him midway through and she was like I'm just checking to see where y'all at let me speak to my sister let me hear her voice I need to hear her voice baby and that and I had to learn restraint mm-hmm. because I know my mouth mm-hmm. and that at this time we had talking on the phone and I knew about that FBI shit mm-hmm. so like a strong part of me wanted to be like I mighty motherfucking funny, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you mean to tell, tell me, <laughs> baby, a strong, but you know what? I ain't do that though. Right. But you know what I did do? Hmm. I shared a cigarette with him on the side of the road. <laughs> mm. I sure the fuck did. Mm. I wanted to look him in his eyes. I needed to see this man. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, bruh, I don't know why I smoked that cigarette. I, didn't, I just needed something. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, that was a stressful 10 days. Yeah, bitch. bitch. <laughs> so, I don't think nobody blamed you for that one. Girl, and I just looked at him in his eyes. I was like, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. I seen it all on him. Because he was asking me questions all the way down there, and I had no idea. I was like, bro, what the fuck is you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? And I, I was like, sir, do you know where I live? Right. You know I don't live here because you called my parents' house. Right. 
He was like, that you can't could have came to visit. Okay, well, you know what? I got a whole attorney. We, you talk to him. Okay, <laughs> and that's, listen. I have a lawyer. You talk to him. <laughs> Only for this shit to end, like, it was nothing. Right. Do you know how that makes you feel when there's not even anything to be like, she was found innocent? It's, no, it's not even an innocence. It was just... Pay us some money and get the fuck, fuck on. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is brings up bigger, bigger questions I have about the justice system in small towns. And, you know, now and since all of that, I, I look at things a little different. Right. So mm-hmm. now now I'm more I'm more a little more in tune to prison reform. Mm-hmm. Right. And I listen like, again, I had an opportunity to listen to a few of these women, people who were there on pro- parole violations for like 60 days for parole violation. Mm-hmm. And, and their parole has started, I think, in maybe like 2001. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I was looking at, at them like, so that's a fucking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or traffic tickets like that's a fucking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or petty marijuana charges like that's a thing. But at the same time, it's the county. So you had like r- mixed in with real murderers, mm-hmm. baby killers. Mm-hmm. And the there's their pod three, the psych pod. But bitches was going crazy and throwing shit against the wall. And one girl, they said she had got laced. She was a stripper. So she would daily. They couldn't even shower at the same time. They would have to, because they were that wild. She would just come stand in front of the glass and just dance like she was on stage, like real talk on stage. And in my head, I'm thinking, that girl need a different type of help. Mm-hmm. So now that now I'm questioning that. So it made me very, uh, I don't want to say jaded towards the world, but I just started looking at things with a uh, pessimistic point of view mm. when I came out because mm-hmm. I, I saw no good and nothing because mm-hmm. even where there's good there's always bad mm. and bad seems to always rear its head more mm. than the good so I had to get to a place where you know it's almost losing somebody you love to be like okay you got to get a hold of that mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to get a hold of that not just for that but you losing you too mm-hmm. so you need to figure out what you're gonna do with that Right. So, yeah, know thyself is being able to check yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it take you falling out with people you care about to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Even if ain't nobody telling you you fucking up, you know you fucking up. Mm-hmm. You feel it. You feel out of control. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much in this last couple of years of my life, my journey has changed so drastically and so many times that I had to be able to know myself to know when I need to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And that I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. So that's my know myself right now. Right. I'm sorry that was very wordy. <laughs> oh no, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm telling you that man. It's it's a it's a tough process, bro. Because to look inward, like I think, like I said last week, it's really um, establishing that sometimes who you thought you were, you are no Not, longer. No, and, and you have to know it's then, okay to let that go. Yeah, and then that reassessment, that process is a tough one. Oof. Because it, it feels like every time you feel like you get to a certain level of, okay, I think I figured me out. Yeah. Something else happens. Yeah. And then now it's a whole new thing where it's like, oh, shit, now I got to refigure me out. And that's just a whole new breakdown. Yeah. <clears throat> but you have to refigure you out by dealing with things you weren't dealing with. Right. And if you're not dealing with things, then you just you just putting more more foundation on a week. Oh, you know, more gravel on a weak foundation. Mm -hmm. So even as you transition, like Ashley has said, sometimes when you close them chapters, make sure you wrap them up. Mm -hmm. You just don't close them. You got to wrap them up. Mm -hmm. And learning that it's okay that you're not the same. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It, that's going to be okay. Cause, but you have to press forward. So, yeah, girl, that readjustment, that shift is always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I ain't never heard nobody say growth was easy. Oh, baby. <laughs> Uh, my my prophet had told me one time she explained healing to me and um she was like you know you you scratch your arm and that scab come on it what it feel like i was like it itch she like that's what healing feel like mm-hmm. healing hurts it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. i was like Ooh. oh a word oh no <laughs> who checked me then yeah oh i need a prophet okay anyway <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that was, that was amazing. Listen, I think we should take a break. And if you feel the need to go mind my business. <laughs> yeah, Google. I think she wants you to Google No, it. I, y'all don't. Don't go make Google fun it. of me. I couldn't even, and I knew in my head when it was time for this mug shot, I was like, bitch, you're going to have to find it in you to come more at least Simmons this. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> Oh, but no. that second one, I tried a little harder. <laughs> I tried a little harder. <laughs> Poor baby. Uh, man, Lord, man. <laughs> Fuck Clayton County. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well, in that case, listen, uh, don't bogart the snacks out there. And if the popo rolls up, the first call is to your lawyer, not your it's mom. Mo- and hey, hey. And I tried to get in touch with Peter from Housewives of Atlanta mm-hmm. when that shit happened to him and it was still down there. And now you don't hear no more about it. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get in touch with him because they got him from the airport in Miami. And they, mm-hmm. they ex- you know, they kept Ex- him expedited and him. kept him in jail for mm-hmm. like five or six days. And mm-hmm. I tried to get in touch with his camp. So I don't know if anybody out there, if this sounds familiar, like real talk, if this mm-hmm. sounds familiar or if you know somebody that went through this, please, please hit me up and let me know. I don't mind sharing the detective's name with you. I just want him to lose his job where this has to stop. Mm-hmm. So if, again, if you know anybody or if you ever heard anything about it, like for real, for real, hit me up. Um, we can put a class action suit together or some shit because somebody going to give me my time back. And money. And so it's ooh, a lot of money spent. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's a lot of money spent. Ooh. All right. All right. And now we're going to take a break. Black fact, black fact, bleedy bleak blick, black fact. I don't know which rapper needs to hear this, but a bastard means when someone has a child outside of a marriage. Um, I think you guys mean to say orphan is when you leave a child without a parent. Um, work that out in them lyrics because I, I think y'all are using that wrong. All right. Well, that was heavy. So I thought I I thought I thought we said we were going to do this inside the topic to kind of keep it light, but it got too real. So we're going to do it in the jokes of secrets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to interrupt none of that. Okay. <laughs> I feel exposed. <laughs> That's how I felt last week. Shit, what you talking about? <laughs> Everybody had their week. <laughs> um. So, just kind of piggybacking off of kind of knowing yourself or whatever. We think that we know who is difficult as, like, you know, celebrities. Like, who's difficult inside of, like, dealing with. Yeah. So, clearly, Black China is definitely one. Oh, God. 
<laughs> We've seen that. She's difficult. <laughs> like, okay, so like celebrities that you know, but you don't know them, but you can tell by looking at them, like, I bet them motherfuckers is difficult. Okay, for example, y'all know Halle Berry ass. Fucking difficult. difficult. She is. She gotta be. She can't, she can't be that gorgeous to keep no man. Like, because I think David Justice, you know, he yeah. was putting his hands on her. Yeah. And she was like, never again. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Her and Wesley Snipes, David Ooh. Justice and Wesley Snipes. After them two, she was like, you know what? Well, fuck it. I think I'm gonna be the abusive. I, and I know this is obvious. Diddy's difficult. Oh my god. <laughs> Diddy, let Lori Harvey go. Oh, let Diddy. her go. I don't care if it's a good look or no. Let her go. Let her go. Lori, Please. you don't deserve Diddy. You don't deserve that Mm-mm. girl. And used to talk this time, but you know your your business. Mm. Um, I believe that Erica Badu is difficult. Yeah, spiritually <laughs> difficult, difficult is a whole new level. I think she is again the ones you love the most. You, I think her type of hardness when she going hard might be a bit much. Girl, she was on the <laughs> Breakfast Club and Jay, her one of her baby daddies, came up to the thing because he was like, I just wanted to make sure y'all was treating the queen all right. Yeah. They started talking to him like, dude, when well, you fit to drop an album? Erica was like, uh, he don't drop an album until I say he could drop an album. Period. I was like, oh. Okay. Woo. Well, y'all, y'all heard her. She's, he didn't say shit. He was like, hey, hey. Oh, he, he was like, well. I mean, mom's fuck. What can I think say? Joel Osteen is difficult. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Ooh, y'all bullied Joel Osteen to open that the church. church. I mean, last time somebody was water. Somebody made their way. Do that shit to go to his doors and be like, I don't see nothing there. People mind another folks' business. Oh, yeah, bully Joel in the opening of that church. I do believe he's a germaphobe, right? Because you never really see him touching people oh, in yeah, pictures. Probably. I do believe he's a germaphobe, but I do believe that makes him quite difficult at the house. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, who else could I see is difficult? I think Kelly Price is difficult. Oh, fuck yeah. Have, <laughs> did you watch um the, the Divas show? What no. was it? R&B Divas? Yeah, no. Yo, Kelly Price is fucking difficult. <laughs> Baby, like, ooh. Kelly, you are an amazing singer. And I know you be popping up on other people's shows and you be putting out that baby, hey baby. Right. I know. And you may be a very nice lady but watching you on that rb diva show it was hard uh okay yeah difficult i'm gonna take you two different places right i believe gabrielle union used to be difficult hell fuck yo if you don't think get like i feel like that outside baby was the reason gabby was like i gotta go see see somebody somebody. (laughs) she was beating the fuck out of (laughs) she hit him one day a little too hard (laughs) i think because you know she's so amped at them games where Mm -hmm. she has had to be put out just at a basketball game can you imagine the shit she was saying to that nigga in private Cutting below the belt. Oh, she was calling him all kind of bitch niggas. I know she was telling. That's why your wife out here looking like a crackhead. (laughs) You married a crackhead. (laughs) She probably went. Oh, she probably said some ugly things. Because you know, Gabby and you was not a nice lady in the back in the day. mm -hmm. I think that after that, she was like, you know what? I need to go see somebody. And then AJ Johnson came and fixed her life, and now she to humble myself a little. She was like, because I'm gonna kill this nigga. Right. I mean, right though. 
but you know, even your faves can be difficult. I think, um, who who was I gonna say? Yo, Beyonce difficult. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm a Virgo, okay? I and and me and her have the exact same birthday. Trust me when I tell you. Beyonce's difficult. Yeah, I'm fucking difficult. Like I, I believe her and Kelly had words. Oh, I listen. told you that. I think back in a few times they was like, but they got the same daddy, have so you they can't break seen, up. Have you ever <laughs> seen the videos of like Beyonce? Like Beyonce's sarcastic too. Dog. Like if you ever watch them old people be drudging up them petty videos of Beyonce, like her at her pettiest. Yeah, that's that sarcastic shit. That's the shit I be Ooh, doing. I be and cutting you, deep. Oh my god! Like you so like that luggage shit when they when they was kicking that other that last. Bitch out, yeah. They, she was talking about. She was like, I mean, they can send your luggage. <laughs> she was like, so you can't go without your luggage. It's better for you. Okay, girl. Fuck is you talk about? You got to get the fuck out of here. You got to go, bitch. Well, you're holding us back. Like, yeah, Beyonce difficult. And listen, that outside baby too made her Ooh. very fucking difficult. You think? Listen, listen. A Virgo who loves you, right, will put up with a lot of shit. But when you really like break them, trying to regain that trust back, shit. Same with the sad girl. It's pure war over but here. But you know they came on the side and they making a lot more money than I they mean, was before. Ain't so that the point? Every you know, a ain't pot that of gold. the point? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the rainbow. But. So I think, um, uh, I think Kiki Palmer's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Also I do. Virgo. I think she yells a lot in relationships. I think she loves hard. Also another Virgo. She <laughs> yells a lot in just random life, okay? She's loud. I think she's just, you know, loud when uh, it go down. I think the entire Smith family is difficult towards mm, each other. It's yeah. basically, I think the Smith family is the scene in Pose where they found out that, um, uh, uh, what Billy you call Porter it? Was yeah, sleeping was sleeping with, with yeah. old buddy, and that was that whole scene where everybody was putting their business out. I, I think, think that's, that's the Smith family. I think that's them. Cause you can't be that like everybody be that great in entertainment, and then y'all not having no issues, right? Y'all can't be out here snagging trophies, and there's not no the shit going in the, on in the, in the, in the house, circle. right? Yeah, that's that's a Smith. And and Angel a fucking crackhead. <laughs> and Willow over there with that fuck shit. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure and of Trey it. And Trey pop in and out and be like, ooh, shit. Ooh. Call, y'all call me when y'all ooh, figure that shit out. Ooh, when that's over with. Because I believe when Will pitch Jada off, that mouth get real, real loose. Baby, because I know it's difficult over there. Jada definitely damn sure was difficult coming out of Baltimore Ooh. with her feisty ass. And she going to tell uh, Sheree when she called at the house. You seen that um, first round? I don't yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Where she was, like, she was like, in the house that I decorated. She was like, well, bitch, it's my house now. Listen. <laughs> Calm down, sis. Woo. That's how the girlfriend gonna do Another Melody. Virgo. <laughs> That's how she gonna do Melody on Love and Marriage Huntsville. Girl. Girl. We gonna Melody, see what happens. take all his money. Girl, that is Melody money. <laughs> <laughs> take all that money, girl. You been in it long enough. You been in it 10 years. 11. Now. Yeah. She's a Take 11. it all. Take it all. Um, but, who else is difficult? Okay. Um, I believe... Cardi. Cardi, you think she's difficult? I think she was difficult. Yeah. I think she cut up enough yeah. for him to be up her ass now. I think Nicki Minaj is difficult. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Hell yes, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki Minaj is hella difficult. You know who who uh we well shit, do I wanna say this? Okay. Uh from rumors, uh Golden Barbie, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. She is a model. She used to date Terrence J for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard she was difficult. What? I heard NDRE was difficult. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I was like, India how the Fuck. I listen, heard she was rude. Listen, all of that instant burning, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all well and good. These bitches still from the hood, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is still from Dallas, Texas, NDRE. Where is she from, girl? Philly? Where is NDRE from? from? I don't know, Jersey. There we go. Know. I believe Jill Scott's difficult. Yeah, Jill can't keep a man either. <laughs> as freaky as mama is. I think Jill Scott, she when she cut. She cut low and deep. And and poetically. And poetically. Where it probably pissed you off twice as much. I wonder are they are they that that difficult because they don't have to practice that type of restraint because the people around them let them, allow them to be them for their art's sake. I think people like Black China are like that. What's her art? Her. You right. <laughs> you right. No, but on some real shit, like if you really think about it, like this day and age, you being a brand is a business enough. move. It's right. Enough. It's a business move, yeah. especially if people want to buy into you. I mean, you know, y'all can sell, they can self make Kylie Jenner all right. they want to. She's not self made. She was very wealthy because of who her parents are and her sisters are. Mm-hmm. So she had a bigger platform. She ended up getting surgery and then people wanted to buy into her. Right. So she became a brand. Because when basically, when People say like, well, what do the Kardashians do? They, they do, do that. That's, that's exactly <laughs> they what they have do. learned how to brand themselves mm-hmm. in order to make money. That's really all they've done. Right. Period. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I think that people around China have allowed China to be China because China is the money. Mm-hmm. Being black China is, is the, the money. money. That's so true. they have allowed her to be, be black China. So she but has now that works into that her hype. Mo- that works for her mom, too. Right. But it only works with her mom to an extent until she give you that shit to your right. face. And then now it's too much. And now this is why nobody fucking likes now you. Now, here's a twist, right? Who do you think is difficult who has no right to be difficult? Ooh. I'm going to give you an example. Okay, go. Nene. <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Portia. Okay. But you know what? Let's just run down yeah, housewives. housewives. Because okay. I feel like, girl, bitch, um, fucking, uh, I hate to say this because she, you know, you, one of y'all. But, um, goddamn, quad. Uh, quad. Quad, don't put her, don't listen. Two ain't rela- related in this sense. <laughs> quad don't have a right to be that difficult, right? right? Kay Michelle, have... honestly. Kay Michelle, you have a beautiful talent, girl. You can sing. You have no, no right, right to be that difficult. To be as difficult as you are. Right. Not in certain areas. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Like, I'm difficult, but I, bitch, I had to learn my line. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm difficult, but I can't be that difficult. Girl, you ain't offering enough to be that difficult. Right. 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 Yeah, Kay Michelle is definitely on that list. Like, yeah. Evelyn. Mm. I feel like Shani has the right to be a little difficult. She created a brand. Again, yeah. <laughs> she signed all y'all niggas' checks. Yeah. So, so she does have the right to be. And, you know, she carried them huge-ass children for um, for Shaq. So. You know who does have the right to be difficult, but she doesn't get the respect to be difficult? Hmm. Jackie. 
Jackie was a brand before there was you branding. Know what? Abs- you know what? If you really want to think about it, she is really probably what basketball wise was like based but, off yeah. of, like between Shawnee and her. Like, yeah, yeah, because Jackie is the true essential. Like, basketball she definitely wife. marketed her basketball wife self before all, all that shit. shit got started. But she's too crazy for me. Like, yeah, but she knows she can be. Yeah, because entertaining. <laughs> it, and she get paid for that. Yeah, I don't think I. You know what? I don't think Jackie is as difficult. Like, I think she is. Trust mm-hmm. me. I think there is some trueness to what she portrays on camera because any woman who got famous for being the one that traveled to every away game with her husband. Uh, every interview. What is difficult. So right. there is a level because, baby, she was not letting the Christie out of her fucking sight. What do you, you hear me? Right. But I don't think she is as loopy, cra- difficult as they portray her on the show. I think right. that that is for entertainment. Okay. This is my last one. And y'all can be mad. I do believe, but I also believe she's always constantly working on herself. And her working on herself always puts out beautiful art, right? Mm -hmm. But I believe it's conflicts with other things. Janae Aiko. I think she's passive-aggressive difficult. I think in relationships, she's difficult. Oh, she may be. Yeah, she's from LA, too, yeah. I think in relationships, and it's not on purpose. I just think her art. In herself, it causes her to be difficult. Because mm-hmm. Big Sean, love her. We know he do. But if I feel like at times he's like, not, not today. <laughs> I'm gonna strangle this. <laughs> she all that all that Detroit. Yeah, me like, I'm I'm sh- like he. I know he love her, but I know sometimes when he be taking breaks from her. But I think she the reason he went to therapy. She the, she, she opened up a softer side to him. Right, right, a more spiritual side. So, to yeah. Him. Oh shit, y'all listen. She put out almost like a meditation thing, bro. I. It has the um. Yeah, it's supposed to like be in tune with certain areas of mm-hmm. chakra. Oh my god, I'm finna go Ooh, listen to it too. Yeah, I, think I love her. That so maybe that may be like in integrated in my daily. That's how I know she fucking up somewhere. You oh, can't be. You can't be, that. you can't be in that, baby. Baby, I want y'all to get a full grasp of something right here. Listen, <laughs> you can't be great at everything. This is why we're talking about this. You nobody's great at everything. If you excel in one area, look at Dr. King. He was a great man to the people. He was not the best husband. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And nobody's ex- actually nobody expecting y'all to be better at right. that. That's. Just fucking figure it out as you go. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I thought I had one, but I can't, can't remember anymore. How how gone are you? Uh, pretty much. How was that wine? It needs to be refilled. Okay, I told you it might be cheap, but it's good. <laughs> Yo, let me. Tell you, I fucks with a cheap wine because it's gonna be a lot and it's gonna get you buzzed. Yeah, quick. So I'm. Cool. Yeah. No. Fine. Um. I thought I had some, but you know, I'm pretty sure. Like every. Here's the thing, right? Here's let's talk about people who don't deserve to be difficult. All you bitches on Instagram. Ooh. That's who don't because I think that that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's getting to y'all head, and it is allowing uh, men, especially black men. It seems like I've seen complain a lot more. Ugh, um. To well, of course, but um, some with good reason. Honestly, some mm. of it I kind of be on their side. Look. Because it it, it be like, some of this shit got y'all fucked up. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Like, on some real, I've always, and maybe it's just me, and I can, and I'm going to speak for myself. No worries. Uh, (laughs) I'm not looping nobody into this. Y'all can come at me. Yeah. And I'm going to stand on what the fuck I said. Um, I feel like, um, 
the portrayal of social media has people thinking that you are are entitled to something from someone else mm-hmm. in a very uh, premature stage of mm-hmm. an experience with someone, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think, like, y'all are taking rap lyrics too seriously, mm-hmm. and, you know, I fucking love Megan The Stallion, but every one of y'all cannot be out here pimping niggas. Like, you can't. Ooh. It's not for y'all. It's not for everybody. And, 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 and you can't be out here pimping niggas and not getting your own bag. Like, that's, that's right. a whole nother situation. So I think that, like, it's gotten girls fucked up to where you are being difficult because you think you look good and you are entitled to something because Instagram has told you that Yet because you, you look good, you are supposed to get private jets and... Yeah. yeah like, what, bitch, what? But, you know, you don't get all that without giving some. Let's keep it 100. Right. Unless you out here working for a baby because your ass fat don't mean you get to get a jet. You're going to have to do something with it. Right. So, I think, <laughs> I think that that... I think some of them, like, you you don't you don't need to... You, bitch, you look good on Instagram, Instagram. And that's nice. I follow you, too. I think you look very nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you, you don't need to be that difficult because what else do you do? Oh... Because what else do you do? Because they don't, like you said, you can bring yourself out here. They're not making folks do shit no more. Like, I definitely believe that, like, Bow Wow and Future Baby Mama has gotten to a level where her ass fucking difficult right now. Ooh, let me tell you. She one baby daddy away from doing whatever the fuck she wanted to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, a richer baby, baby daddy, daddy away. If she, was, if she she level up each time, she going to have another one. If she, get like, if she get, like, a prominent ball player in the next go round. Ball like, player? No, not a ball player. If she get a producer... She probably gonna go they gotta for somebody be like, big. They gotta be like, well, but I'm saying like when I say predominant, like like a fucking star. Do you think she can get a ball player? Oh yeah, look at her. I mean, look and she at bounce her. back quickly. <laughs> I think yeah. she needs to be at that rapper stage. I don't think you can. I don't think she's not. I don't. I think she's going to transition out of music. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know her preference, and I'm not that girl. But I feel <laughs> like you know, after two. She might be done. You may need to kind of because transition I, I outside know that future arena. Future ain't providing her with what she needs now with all these other women. Mm-mm. And bow on them. Them uh, growing up hip hop checks ain't that big. Okay, <laughs> sis. Like I'm pretty sure Bow Wow's taking care of Shy, but I'm Ooh, pretty sure them, them growing up hip hop checks ain't that big. I mean, we all came back a Drake the first go round. <laughs> okay, now, listen, that white girl was on it. Okay, so I'm even impressed by Rick Ross, baby mama. Right, like Chloe Kardashian got to get up out of basketball players. Like Chloe, you don't need nobody, sis. Right, like, like you rightfully don't need nobody. Like, that's enough. I think you should go to like you know do a Rihanna and go to like a quiet billionaire you that, know what I'm saying that takes a le- certain level of she know herself though well Rihanna is fucking Rihanna, Rihanna. and now that's a difficult bitch Ooh. and she got the right to fucking be let me tell you and in all aspects of wherever she is difficult in it works <laughs> okay <laughs> business music she said y'all niggas gonna get this album when the fuck I feel like it okay okay okay. and before we leave I just wanna say a correction shout out to one of our lovely loyal listeners Danny hey girl um, we mentioned India more last week, and uh, we were not using the correct, correct pronouns, pronouns yes. that they go by because yes. they go by they, they them, them, and their. their. Yes. Right. So those are India Moore's pr- um, correct pronoun. And after Danny had brought that to our attention, um, I was uh, had to take a second and be like, I was not very educated 
on uh, asking people their pronouns, mm-hmm. right? So regardless of how anybody feels out there about how they feel about how anybody want to be called, bitch, it ain't you, okay? Right. You address people how they want to be addressed unless y'all arguing, and um, and you never had the proper in- introduction to their pronouns. Right. If y'all just straight arguing, you didn't know, right? Right. But I'm going to actually... Now, in my interaction with people, depending on the type of conversation, I will ask them, what are your pronouns? Mm-hmm. Because why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not hurting nobody to to be respectful. Right. Uh, you know, it can't. But um, I took a minute and personally, and I went back and re-listened to Jen and Mock's Redefining Realness mm-hmm. because I know in a few areas she breaks down not just that aspect of, of what people want to be called, but why. Mm-hmm. And it, it humanized because that's not my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And when it's not your everyday life, we should be more sensitive to what somebody else's everyday life. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I listened to it mm-hmm. and uh, still I'm all, I got like 38 minutes left. And I was like, again, refreshing myself. And I was like, that was um, actually probably a very smart thing to do because I learned something else that I missed the first time. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully, you know, being human in, in this world amongst others, we can make it a little more easy. But shout out to y'all. We don't mind being corrected. We don't know every goddamn thing. <laughs> Did you not hear that shit? We know, we know a, a lot of it. A, li- of a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> we know a little bit of a lot of shit. <laughs> there we go. Right, there it is. We know a, a little, little bit, bit of, of a lot, lot of shit. That's it. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we uh we definitely appreciate that because we always want to be respectful, especially people we're fans of. Yeah, yeah. So um so India Moore's pronouns are they, they them, and, and their. So we are, and you know, uh, who is the dude? What is his, what is their name? Sam. Sam. Uh, he he sings um a songs. <laughs> He sings songs. Is it oh, Cook? They sing songs. No. No, it's not Sam Cook. It's Sam. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I know who that is. Uh, <laughs> it just felt right. Yeah, I know. The, the, the white British Sam singer. Anywho, the, the one y'all know. Any. They they have come out on social media mm-hmm. saying that their pronouns are they, them, and their now as well. Okay. So y'all refer to Sam. Sam Smith. Smith. There, there it, is. it is. Sam Smith. And it's actually, I don't read people's profiles, but if you go to their IG, they act, a lot of people have their pronouns on, in their bio. I wasn't aware of that either. Mm-hmm. But I am now. Things you find out. Things you find out. So as always... We want to just wrap it up with y'all can hit us up at where's the lie? Where's what I S mm, the lie 19 at gmail.com or come mosey on to our Instagram at where's the lie 19 or on, on our Facebook. Facebook at where's the lie 19. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up, talk to us, correct us, give you some, you know, give us some opinions that you've had. Vent to us, it's always a good vent session. Fuck what up, fuck what us the long way. <laughs> and then on that note, you got anything else? Yeah, I will hope you all have a great week. Yeah. I hope um, self discovery is in everybody's future, and I hope only great things happen to you. Keep learning yourself, keep knowing yourself, keep growing, keep evolving, keep being great. <laughs> and uh, until next time, until next time, we out. <laughs>